Week 13, we are here! B-Team is back. We are dropping our second podcast. But first, shall we introduce, drumroll please, our new fact checker, Jordan Spike. Let's go! Welcome, Jordan. It's great to have you here. Appreciate you having me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, boys, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, First, we're going to start off. This day in history, as we always do, you guys are going to laugh about that one. And then we are going to go through each game that has happened. Um, we are going to talk about our surprise rookies. Uh, top five head coaching candidates for the upcoming year. Our fantasy starting sit are Leroy Diggins, player of the week. We have Mikey's mortal lock. We have the three-team parlay, Collins' money line parlay. And this is so stupid, it actually might work. Mm-hmm. And Jordan's got a nice little bet for us, too, but we don't know it yet. It's a surprise. And we also are going to announce future shirt sales. All right, so make sure you guys keep tuning in, keep listening. We appreciate the, the following. We're going to make this big for you guys, man. We're, we just ordered some new, uh, some new microphones. We're going to try and get on YouTube once we have our camera rolling. And, yeah, just keep tuning in. We're going to give you guys great content, and we really appreciate you guys. So... Let's big news this. at the end of the show. Oh, big yeah. news. Big news. So let's big get news. let's get this show on the road, man. So let's start with this day in history. I think you guys would like this one. Um, where's it at? Like it. My, can we go back to last week's real quick? Because sure. my mind was boggled for oh, about yeah. ten minutes after. Like the people, you couldn't see it because this is a obviously a voice recording. It's a podcast. It's not a video. My mind was legitimately in like destroyed. Shambles and shambles. Like, I couldn't get my head around the fact that someone could score ten, seven touchdowns. No. Ten touchdowns and a safety. Like, it boggled me. Yeah, I know. And that was back in the 70s, too. And they weren't really passing the ball like they are now, which is kind of insane. I don't know how the hell they were scoring. They're probably playing Jerry's kids. But who knows? But, okay, let's start with our fucking uh, sports day in history. So, on this day, December 1st, Bobby Bonilla, Bonilla, Bobby Bonilla, becomes the highest-paid player in the MLB when he agrees to a record $29 million <laughs> five-year deal with the New York Amazing Mets. Still not the best deal ever. No. no, because you know why? That was another Met. They're still paying Bobby Bonilla yep. to this fucking day. Yep, amazing. But you know what? It doesn't matter now because Steve Cohen is our owner, and he's going to ball out. Yeah. Oh, don't we're, even get me started listen, on this. We're not a baseball podcast. We are a football podcast. We made that very clear last time. <laughs> but the Mets and Yankees are going to the World Series. Oh, yeah. Listen, the Subway Series coming. You better order those fucking tickets now, all right? But but listen, not the Yankee Stadium. Don't go to that piece of shit stadium. We're going to City Field, baby. We're going to City Field in yeah. Queens. Flushing, baby. It's a nice commute. It is a nice commute, it's right? It's a nice commute. Yeah. And, and you know what? When we rented the Airbnb in Harlem, a bunch of my friends went to the Subway Series. I don't really remember much. All yeah. I remember is... Uh, Globetrotters. Yeah, Globetrotters. I'm not going <laughs> to get too in-depth because uh, we're uh, MA. We're mature. We're not... Listen, we're not PG-13, all right? Fucking scratch that from your head. We're MA. We're MA, all right? We don't give a Actually, fuck. MA. MA. <laughs> not rated. <laughs> not rated at all, we right? We whatever the hell we want to be. Exactly. So, let's get back to football here. Titans, Colts. Jordan. Drops with a stat, baby. Listen, Tannehill had a pretty solid day. I mean, he went 32, I mean, 13 for 22 for 221 yards and also had a throwing touchdown. I also think he had interception as well. As you guys know, Derrick Henry balled out. Oh, my God. Three yeah. touchdowns, 27 carries, and 178 yards. 
Mm-hmm. And then you had the receiving core with A.J. Brown and Corey Davis ha- having an average of uh, – A.J. Brown had 98 yards and a touchdown. Two and touchdowns. Put, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. One of them was an onside kick return for a touchdown. Uh, team's worst nightmare right there. Coach was not happy with that one. And Corey Davis, too, he had a pretty good day. Yes, he did. Yes, he, he was did. a starter. Yes, so if you start, if you start Corey Davis, he gave you a nice little 10 points, all right? That's all you need. And listen, he's going to keep giving you points every week because they're going to keep doubling A.J. Brown. Yep. Who are they going to rely on? The fucking fourth-year breakout Corey Davis. So <laughs> keep that in mind. So I have a question about this game. Are they the team to watch out for when it comes playoff time? Most definitely not the Colts. Most definitely not the Colts. Most definitely not the Colts. Yeah, the, the Titans are probably the most dangerous team because you never know what you're actually going to get. Mm-hmm. You know what Derrick Henry's going to be. By the way, it's December, December 1st. It's tractive seed of the season. Learn, see, I figured out the word this week. Yeah, you, I figured you, out the word this week. You, you couldn't get a epitome right the last time. No, that was... Uh, yeah. A little tongue twister right there, yeah. but you know what? Not good with words. It was cold outside. It's the podcast. The podcast just puts a lot of fucking pressure on us, man. You know? We can't fuck up on this podcast. What, it doesn't matter what I'm saying, all right? He's rushed for 100-plus yards in 7 out of 11 games this season. He's 4 out of his last 5 games he's rushed for 100-plus yards. He scored a touchdown 7 out of 11 in his last games. 3 versus Indian Week 12. It's a no-brainer. It's tractor seed of the season. If the Titans keep going and he keeps going, they will be fine. Man's a beast. Man is a beast. And you know what? They got, they got to keep giving him the ball. Like, I feel like earlier on in the year, they weren't really using him. They were... Yeah. Like, everyone in fantasy that owns him knows this. He has these fucking stupid games where he doesn't get touches and he gets, like, five points, yes. like, less than ten. Then you have these games where he goes off for 40. Yeah, and look at If he gets 20-plus carries, he gets at least 100 yards. Yep. Why wouldn't you feed him? Dude, he's a freaking animal. Do you see, like, his little <laughs> ponytail, whatever it is? Like, can you even tackle him for that? People are afraid to tackle him in the winter. Because oh my God, cold, I they're going to get hurt. Oh, my God. Dude. Did you, do you remember like when he turned Earl Thomas? He was blocking <laughs> for him. He was blocking for him. That's unbelievable. That's great. And you know what, Mike, Mike Rabel, just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep feeding the shit out of Derrick Henry mm-hmm. because the defense is going to be so worried about him. And then what are you going to do? You're just going to do a little play action, yes. a little play play to A.J. Brown touchdown. Yeah, I, I don't see the Titans losing to anyone except – the Chiefs or the Steelers this year in the AFC. I don't see anyone really giving them trouble because if you look at what they did last year and you look at what they're doing this year, you watch the Ravens game, the teams that they're expected to have close games with, except for that last Colts game, the one before, no one knows what happened there. Roof was open. But, I mean, they're just not going to lose to me. Yeah. And, and the one game that did really scare me about them because, like, based on their inconsistency was the Bengals game. Yes. Then when they lost with Burrow, uh, that was with Joe, that, that was with Joey, that was with Joey B. Yeah, we we, uh, we wish him the best, the speedy recovery. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's let's go uh, move on to the next game. So we have the Giants and Bengals. Jordan, give us another one, baby. So it looks like they might have to roll with Colt McCoy though, because uh, Daniel Jones went down with his hamstring, and it's looking like he might not make the return for Sunday. But before he did go out, he was sixteen for twenty-seven and had two hundred thirteen yards. Your uh, Leroy Player of the Week actually kind of balled out, too. Come on. Come on. Wayne Balling Golf. Uh, we're going to try and get him on the show, and, oh, man, that will be, that will be fantastic. Yeah, yeah oh, Buddy geez. had uh, 24 carries, 94 yards, and a rushing touchdown. So, mm-hmm. I mean, carried his weight. Uh, 18, 18.1. There it 18. is. 1. So, if you started him, you are welcome. Evan Ingram, right. too, man. Yes. Uh, six receptions, 129 mm-hmm. yards, and he only targeted nine times. So. Yeah. 
Sterling Shepard, seven receptions, 64 yards as well. He's, he's starting to come around. Him healthy, man, I'm telling you. Him and Danny Jones, if he can just stay healthy, this has been his problem for years. He's always had issues staying on the field. He stays in the game, he can actually really produce. But Danny Dots has to be in. Agreed. He has to be healthy in order for him to really rack up those yes. numbers. Golden Tate needs to figure his shit out, though. Yeah, Golden Tate. He's getting older, he's a vet, but he's got to figure his shit out. Another thing on Evan Engram, I fucking hate this guy so fucking much. <laughs> Literally. I drafted him last year in fantasy, dude. He was fucking shitting on my team, like, zero points, three points, two points. Dude, I wanted to punch him in the face. Now he wants to do this, six catches yep. for 129 yards. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Sit him. Do not start him. I don't care. Sit his ass, all right? Um, okay, I have a question. Have the Giants found their coach of the uh, future? Well, this is their first three-game win streak since 2016, so I would say that is in the right direction. Can they win the division? Because a lot of people have been saying the Giants. They haven't uh, been favorite the division. I don't know, man. you got to watch out for Washington. Uh, we agree. said last time, Washington football team, Washington's doing exactly what they need to do. That's the only thing. Because they're doing check-down throws. They're not doing anything too big. You know, They're not trying to do anything too crazy. Alex Smith is just coming back. He barely has one and a half legs. So, I mean, like, just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, check down, and then let your defense go to work. There's yeah. no need to stress any, like, don't do anything. Tell you just what, though. Doing it. You know why I think they're doing so well? It's because their team name is the Washington football team. They're a football team. They're a fucking football team. They are team, a football team. So, is, do you think the momentum for Thursday is going to push them for the rest of the season or what? Because that was a huge game. In my opinion, yes. yes. And I'm going to tell you why. Their defense is real. Yeah. Ron Rivera has turned that defensive round. Their defensive front yeah. is solid. Chase Young, what a great fucking pick. You, you couldn't Huge go wrong pick. with Chase Young. He is an animal. He is an animal, definitely. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm still with Washington winning that division. I yeah. like them. I like where they're going. Yes. And yeah. I, it looks like they're finally starting to come around. And that division is god-awful. Yeah. And so one more thing on the Giants. The only reason that I don't think the Giants are real I mean, this was even before the whole Danny Dimes got injured and did his hamstring. But if you look at their schedule, the next game they might win is Week 17 yep. against the Cowboys. And even that's kind of a toss-up because you never know what the Cowboys are going to bring. Super inconsistent team. Yes. So I, I just don't see Washington not winning this. I unless agree. the tie unless the tie comes into play. <laughs> the tie. The tie. The tie. God. But I wonder if, like, someone has ever bet on a game and bet the tie and it hits. I wonder how much money you would win and you put, like, $10 down fucking, like, yeah, oh, have a day of money. Dude, if I hit that, I'm literally going to the bar and getting <laughs> That's, like, literally a one out of a million shot right there. Yeah, I, I mean, you just put a great idea in my mind. Might find out what that is later. Oh, God. Okay. Hey, 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 hey. Football podcast, Muller. Football podcast. <laughs> All right, let's, we move, go. let's move on. Uh, Chargers Bills. All right, so before we get into the statistics, I want your opinion. Austin Eckler. He is back! He's back, baby! Guess who sat him? I did! I didn't! I did! I lost my fucking game! Okay, uh, I don't want to get into this right now. We'll wait till the fantasy yeah, stuff yep. starts coming well, around. Listen, we'll talk about this game. I know the Chargers lost, but they scored 17 points against a really good Bills team. Yep. And I think with Austin Eckler, it was his first game back. And he had 14 carries for 44 yards. Thank you. And was 11 receptions and targeted 16 times for 85 yards. Thank you. This guy is going to help out the rookie quarterback. He's a rookie quarterback. You can't do anything. Air Bear cannot do anything. Listen, uh, as and a I, I will continue to call him Air Bear. 
He had a good game, man. Herbert had 316 yards and was 31 for 52. Dude. He had one touchdown and had interception, but his numbers don't lie. He's he still is my out. offensive rookie of the year right now. Yeah. He has been showing out. He has, he doesn't even look like a rookie, honestly. No. If you see all these defenses, they're running cover zero blitzes on him. He's standing back in the pocket. He's targeting Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, and he's putting dimes right in their fucking hands. Mm-hmm. Like he just know he's so smart, man. Like that haircut really changed him, honestly. He is a actually no, it didn't. But that haircut made him look like a fucking nimwad. But I'll tell you what, he is one damn good football player, and they they have found their quarterback of the franchise. And yes. don't go by their record. This is every football fan knows this. Don't go by the record, all right? Because mm-hmm. they are a good team. They just have lost so many yeah. close games, at least exactly. six or seven, by at least a touchdown. Might have to fact check that from Jordan. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. But, That's the first fact check of the day. <laughs> but for real, if they have Eckler back and he's healthy and he's running hard, I think that he's going to take a lot of pressure off of him. Oh, agree. And it's going to allow him to open up his offense. Fantasy, fan, fantasy owners have been waiting very, very patiently for this guy to come back. Yes. And he has come back at the perfect time. Yes. So it's good to see him back on the field. I don't know what's going to happen with Anthony Lynn. Um, I like him personally, but people are giving him some hate. I think they just need a couple more. Like yeah. I just think I say he gets pieces. at least one more year with that. Team. Yeah, because you lost your quarterback last year. They weren't bad. They were in a lot of games. Not a great team, but not bad. This year, the record doesn't really show. Doesn't who mm-hmm. they are. So the so score of that game was 27-17. Bills, Gabriel Davis, three receptions, 79 yards, a touchdown. Josh Allen, 18-24, 157, one pick, one TD. And Singletary, 11 carries, 82 yards. Yeah. Um, so, can Josh Allen lead this team to a Super Bowl in the future? What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think this year isn't too far out of the question. But I think there's just too many teams that are equal, if not better. Like, we just talked about the Titans. You still have the Chiefs, the Steelers to go through. I just think there's too much to go through there. But they have the division locked up, I think. Yeah, if you guys haven't noticed, I think the AFC is becoming a lot more competitive, a lot more physical. It's than very AFC. strong. Yeah, yeah they're, they're really becoming the powerhouse conference. Yeah, if you look at the two uh, two conferences, it's kind of like the NBA of the West and East. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it pretty legitimately much. is. Because Comparison. in the East, I mean, not the East, but the NFC, you basically have the Saints. Yep. That's basically the one team that you have to watch out for. Everyone else... I mean, the whole NFC East is still in it, and they're not too far off the wild card chase. Mm-mm. So, <laughs> things to think about there. All right, boys, let's move on. All I don't right. even want to talk about the next one. <laughs> yeah, this. Listen, Derek Carr! <laughs> what the fuck, man? I hope you guys didn't start him. For oh, man. One of Mueller start him, and he put up a nice zero. Three Point fumbles, six. one interception, 22 for tw- 34, and had 215 yards, but no touchdowns. That team had a total of five fumbles, one coming from Josh Jacobs and the other one come from Keeson Nixon. So This is great. You know why? Because they play the Jets next week, and they're going to fucking slaughter them, and that's what we need. We that's what you think. Oh, please, don't even put that in my head. Please. <laughs> please. We're tanking. We're tanking. That's hey, not an option. The Jets pulled it out last year. Well, they can't this year because <laughs> if they fucking win a game, they're going to lose Trevor, and I'm going to kill Adam Gase. I hope you hear this, Adam Gase. Fuck you. Hey, hey, hey. No, 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 He's no. just doing his job. He's tanked. Doing it. Okay. He, you know what? He's doing his job right now, and that's why we're keeping him. But exactly. what, I, I wonder if he's ever going to get hired again, honestly. Like, what, what fucking why did the GM or owner would look at Adam Gase and be like, wow, that's a fucking guy, what, man. What did he do in Miami that made the Jeffs say, 
Yeah. Smelling salts. This is going to take us around. This smelling salts. The court. Here we go. Let's go in some football games, guys. Smelling <laughs> salts. That's exactly what he did. <laughs> and every New Yorker sees it. They're like, oh, that's our fucking guy, man. He's doing smelling salts on the sideline. We want him. Dude. Unbelievable. But back to the Raiders and the Falcons. All right, so we're, we don't really have to say anything about the Falcons because you know they're going to lose next week. They won 43-6 to this week. They used up all their points. Matt Ryan did all this stuff. He still threw interceptions. Like, what? They There's used up all their points. Yeah, <laughs> he really it's did. It's done. It's done. Next week, if you are in a pick league, do not take the Falcons. Go against them. Do everything you can to go against the Falcons. Listen, there is always yeah. one team, one team, Every year that you just fucking avoid at all costs when betting, it is the Atlanta Falcons. All right. Yes. Only take them if you're in like a spread pool that you already put money in. But and they're Jesus playing the Lord, Jets. Do not fucking bet. Just stay away from that game as um, much as you can. Unless they're playing the Jets. Unless they're playing the Jets. Uh, no, not even. Don't even do it because Adam Gase will pull some shit. Fair enough. All right. Um, but I, I'm not done with Derek Carr yet. Yeah, continue, please. <laughs> all right. So rant. please rant. Why are his hands so small? Oh, God. Why are his hands so small? You cannot tell me that hand size does not matter in the NFL. When this guy has fumbled, what was it? What did we say, 30 times? So I have 11 fumbles in 11 games this year. 30 in the last three. I he, wish we had that meme he, like, right on our fucking page. It's such a great picture. We're putting it on. Oh, my God. It's such a great picture, dude. But it's such a... 30 like, fumbles the last three years. Yeah, it's bad. 30. And like, you know what's crazy? They're saying, like, I, I really think he's a good quarterback, but, like, you can't have games like this and then consider yourself an elite quarterback. That just doesn't happen. You don't see Mahomes doing this. Not even that. That's not even the worst thing. It's not the fumbles aren't even the worst thing about his day. The worst thing about his day is that he played so bad <laughs> that a man that threw five interceptions <laughs> in one game came in to play quarterback for him. Nathan Peterman! Nathan Peterman! Nathan Peterman played football Listen, on Sunday. Pick him up. Pick him up. And just keep him on your fucking bench just so he's on a winning team, all right? He's a great-looking guy. Just throw him on there. Nathan Peterman. Oh Played in Buffalo and I was in Las Vegas. He's living the life. <laughs> he went from wings to casinos. Okay, wait. I have a question about this, actually. Um, oh, wait. Hold up. Young Hoku! Young Hoku! Young Hoku! Five for five on the freaking field goals. Uh -huh. Three for three on extra points. Unbelievable. Now Give the kicker some love. Give me three. Okay. Brand. Yes. What's up with Julio? What's going on with Julio right now? He's injured, isn't he? No, he was playing. He played? Yeah, he played. Oh. Put up he zero. Was, the goose egg. He was injured. Did he get injured during the game? He was injured. He had a injury to his right leg, I believe. They were going to look at it before the game and see if he could play. Now, Julio's done this before, where they're like, oh, we're going to see if he could play, and then the whole thing goes around like, oh, the training team said you shouldn't play, and then he got injured more. We've seen this before with the Falcons, and I believe it happened again, and I bet you he was not even close to 90% healthy, and then he went out there and tried to play. Probably couldn't do an entire route by himself. I wonder what they do with Matt Ryan, because I like their weapons. I, Calvin really is one solid receiver, man. He, at the start of the year, even in fantasy, like, he was the guy. Like, start him at all costs. Well, he's made it through so many interim coaches. Yeah. And, like, different droughts that they've had. I mean, he went to the Super Bowl and blew it. Ooh. All this stuff. All this Fuck stuff you he's Patriots. made it through. Fuck I don't Brady. think he makes it through this interim head coach. Because when they bring in someone else, I don't see them keeping There's no point. a Matt Ryan. There's no point. When you Clean have, house. When in the, uh, college football right now, you're going to have at least six guys that are somewhat capable, if not very capable, of playing in the NFL. 
So you can find a different option than Matt Ryan and see where that takes you. I just don't understand, like, I don't know. I mean, you're not really in the playoffs. You're not even in the hunt. Yeah, why are you winning 43 to 6? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, you're going to ruin some people's fucking, some team's fucking. Like, then again, there's, there's nothing they can do when a guy with small hands fumbles three times. <laughs> it was a fluke. There's nothing they can do. Yeah, it's one of those games, man. I'm pretty sure everyone and their mother had the fucking Raiders. So, one of those games, it's, it's a wash, all right? It was, like the, it was like the Cowboys beating the Vikings. <coughs> I had the spring. <coughs> but, um, yeah, just a wash game. Don't, don't sleep. I mean, just don't sleep on the Raiders. They'll come back. I know Muller's giving me the finger right now. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, they'll come back. They'll get it going. Listen, Chucky, you think John Gruen's gonna let that shit happen? Knock on wood. That's so fucking corny. I hate it. Okay, let's continue. Let's get yeah, get out of here. I, I, can't, I, I, can't I don't want to look at Derek Carr's name anymore. Okay, Browns, Jaguars. Come on, Jordan. The Browns are super inconsistent. That's all I got for you. <laughs> 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 we got Jordan on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, Baker, yeah. 19 for 29, 258 yards, two touchdowns. Jarvis had a really good game. Eight catches, 143 yards on the TD. Nick Chubb, 19 carries, 144 yards, one touchdown. Solid player, man. Yeah. I, I have a fun fact for you guys. Please. The Browns won their eighth game of the season, guaranteeing a playoff spot. their first non-losing season since 2007. Okay, we'll give them a little time. Yeah, so, what do you guys think for the playoffs? I mean, how far do you think they'll go? Is it going to be a one-rounder and done? I, okay, well, I think they still have a shot to secure that wild card spot. They yes. just got they got to keep winning games because you know the Ravens. Once they're healthy, man, they can come around, but they got to keep winning. I I have a theory here. If the Browns can win in Week 14 against the Ravens, I believe it is a home game for the Browns. But if I mean if it's a home game, if it's raining, Browns are winning. But hammer the can, under too if that's if it's yes, raining. Yes, if it's raining, hammer the under, take the Browns. But if they win that game. They will make it into the playoffs, and they will guarantee themselves the two seed in that uh, division. But because I mean, they'll be what? What do I have here? If they win that, they will be three games clear with games against the Giants, the Jets, and the Steelers. So okay, wait. With the CBA, how does it work now? So it's the, you get one team for each division, then two wild card spots. Correct. Yes. They added the, the second one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So they okay. They have. Do you guys think that they can secure that spot? Yeah, because if they beat the Ravens. They're going to beat the Giants, most likely. They'll beat the Jets. The Steelers are the only one that's like, uh, you don't really know. It depends on who they're playing. But that's a home game against the Steelers. You know what's crazy? Odell Beckham is hurt, and they're doing better. Yep. Yes. Should we, should we talk about that? Should we talk about OBJ? I think because he can be toxic, man. He's toxic. Toxicity. I mean, there he left, and Jarvis has juiced up. Yep. That's why they call him juice. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I, wonder what, I wonder what they're going to do with Odell. Honestly, like... From like a GM perspective, I think they should get get some value for him, man. Trade him. Why not? You already have Jarvis. You can already go in the draft and get more receivers. Like I feel like this, the receivers that are coming out of college are getting much much better. They're getting faster. They're getting strong. They're bigger. They're stronger. Dude, yeah. get rid of him. Get value, man, because he's so inconsistent with injuries. Obviously, it's Odell. Listen, should the Lions try and get Odell? Hell no. Matt Stafford and Odell. Hell no. No. Hell no. No way. They got a lot more worries. I'm just telling you, if a certain coach comes back and he has someone like a, you know, Megatron type of, you know. I, I just don't think it's a smart move on their part because they are, they suck. They just got rid of Matt Patricia. They got to rebuild, man. Matt Stafford, how, Matt Stafford, how long is he going to be? He doesn't have much Detroit? left in the tank, man. No. I'm telling you. He's a, listen, he is a very underrated quarterback. I like yeah. Matt Stafford. He just never really, like the defense. It was just always the defense that shit the bed for him. He's like Rodgers. Yeah. So, 
And even Rogers said, if you watch Pat McAfee's podcast, like they interviewed Rogers and he was saying, yeah. like, Matt Stafford was, he was doing all these no look throws before Mahomes, man. Yep. And he was just so underrated just because he was in freaking Detroit. Yeah. But Young Hoku, give that man a fucking round of applause. If you're not in fantasy, you can give that man a freaking kiss on the lips right now. 21 yes. freaking points. Yes. Well done. All right, let's move on. Um, Vikings. So, Kirk Cousins had a hell of a day. I mean, 34 for 45, 307 yards, three touchdowns. Dalvin Cook, 18 carries, 61 yards. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater didn't even do bad either. He had 267 yards, one touchdown interception. So, I mean, it was a good it was a good offensive game. Yeah. Big Dick Teddy. Big Listen, Dick Teddy. You always know you're going to get from him. He's Mr. Consistency. He'll get you 20 points. It's on the defense to keep the other team from getting the 25. I really like the, I really like the Panthers, man. I, yeah. I like where they're going. I love the... I hate, I, I hate Luke, to say this. If they had Luke still, different story. Oh, yeah. Robbie Anderson, man, I, I miss that yes. guy so much. And he has been such a good piece, especially with Matt Rule, because he played uh, – Matt Rule coached coach at Temple. Yeah. Had Robbie Anderson as his number one receiver, but I'm pretty sure he like, got kicked out of school. Good for him. Good for him, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, one of Robbie Anderson's – one of my favorite tweets of Robbie Anderson, he goes, if you swallow gum, does it stick to your stomach? Do you know, Muller? Because Robbie Anderson doesn't. I mean, I see where he's coming from here because in all the photos in the health books when you're growing up, I'm not kidding. In all the photos in the health books when you're growing up, the acidic level in your stomach is only like halfway up. So if it comes down and takes a right turn or it hits the edge, I could see it getting stuck. This is a layman segment right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, this am I wrong? Like if it comes in and there's a strong wind gust or like you get tackled as you swallow your gum, could get stuck. Yeah, uh, maybe. Also, but then again, um, it won't. Okay, I guess Robbie Anderson like didn't know that the Panthers logo was a fucking panther. He was like, "Panther pair, like what that? Uh, oh, it's a fucking panther, bro. What do you think it is? I guess he thought it was a bear. He was talking to DJ Moore about. It. It's quite funny, but you guys should follow him on all of his social media <laughs> platforms because he's just a fucking hilarious dude. You just got to see what he posts, and it's so funny. But he is one good receiver, man. Him and Teddy, yes. DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, another breakout star that's been really coming around late in this year. But yeah, honestly, you can start him every week. He he will put up decent points. I like Curtis Samuel. They're yeah. starting to use him more. Um, I have one more thing on this game. Yeah, go ahead. I miss Dan Bailey. You miss Dan Bailey? Every time he goes out in the purple and gold. It just hurts. But you have Greg the leg, man. He's got a fucking leg. Yeah, but Dan Bailey was Mr. Money. That man never missed. Yeah, I think it was just his time to move on from Dallas. You know, Jerry Jones, you know how he is, man. Yeah. He, he, can't, he can't have a couple players on a team for too long. Mr. Jerry Jones. Mr. Jerry Jones. He looks like yeah. a Sith Lord, but that's just me. Oh, my God. He really does look like a Sith Lord. I'm right there with you. But, uh, all right, come on. Let's move to the next game. We got Cardinals-Patriots. This was a good game. Oh, yeah. But what did we say? What, what did we say? Kyler Murray cannot win in the cold. Nope. He never plays in the cold, and he can't win in it. Shout out to Gabe. Thank you for commenting on the post. Um, yeah, well, sorry about that. That's, hey, my, that's he, my bad. No, no, no. Listen, we don't give a fuck about anyone, man. But You're we, right. We care yeah. about our followers. We love, we, love, we love the effort, Gabe, all right? You fucking waxed me by 100 points in fantasy. <laughs> I'll give you some claps, all right? Shout out to you, buddy. Listen, We're, we love all the followers. But when you don't listen to us and you lose, it pisses us off because it makes us feel bad. We tried to help you, and you didn't take it. <laughs> what are your guys' thoughts on Kenyon Drake? Uh, oh, sit his beast. ass. Sit his ass. You're saying sit him. He is, okay, I'm, I'm going to hop ahead. He's one of my sit-ems. Who are they playing next week? Jerry's kids. 
Just kidding, I don't know. But <laughs> listen, listen, we've been through this way too many times. I can literally go off right now. Cardinals have the Rams next week. Oh, yeah, you're sitting uh, yeah, I, I You are agree. sitting That's his all ass, all right? Listen, if he was playing the Jets, I'd be like, start this guy. He's going to rush can, for another 100. Dude, you can start anybody against the Jets. You could start the freaking fourth receiver. You can start the third running back. I will yeah. put up some so points. So it was a valid right? question. Yeah. Um, Cam Newton, 9 for 18, 84 yards, two picks. Jacoby Myers, five catches, 54 yards. Uh, Cam sucks, number one. Yes. I don't think he can so, lead that team. No. Listen, Cam is a weirdo. You can't dress that nice going into the arena and then play that bad. You can't throw 18 times and dress like that as a quarterback in the NFL. This just goes to show that Brady and the Belichick combo was just a match made in heaven. Yes. Like, it, it really does. But, okay, let's talk about Belichick now. Is his time coming to an end? No. I don't just say this. I don't no. want to hear that. Listen, listen. Here's where I stand on this. So, yeah, Bill has his games this year where, you know, in previous years, he kind of had Brady. He could go out there and win, and Bill could be like, all right, there's no one really on this team that I'm worried about defensively. But now, now he's got to kind of worry about that type of stuff throughout the season. And look at this game. The games where he has to shut down someone. Shut down. D-Hop did nothing. Yeah. Did Kyler nothing. did nothing. You don't know, give credit to Gilmore in that defense, too. They, and, they played well. Yeah, and I'm saying for the next couple weeks when they have to win, I think that he's going to win these games. I think he's going to shut people down. Who, Belichick? Yeah. Dude, the Patri- listen, the Patriots will always be the Patriots. You can never mm-hmm. count them out. Listen, if Belichick yeah. is still there, Belichick is playing fucking Queen's Gambit chess, all right? If you watch that, you should watch that, too. Great little series on Netflix. <laughs> really good show. Yes. He is like Borgov. Yes. He is fucking Borgov. <laughs> Times two, he is Borgov. He literally is playing with people's heads. He literally lost that game against the, he almost lost that game against the Jets on purpose. He fucking covered that spread. He <laughs> fucked me over a hundred dollars. Fuck you, Belichick. Fuck the Patriots. Burn in hell. Let's move on. Wait, no. Okay, let's not move on. Let's go. Have you seen the crown? No. Did you guys watch the crown? No. Mm-hmm. You not watch the crown? No. Nope. Dude. Alright. Not to get off topic here, but please <laughs> enlighten us. This is so it's about the Royals over in England. Okay. Alright? Okay. The Queen can like order for someone that she thinks might threaten the crown to die, but it has it's like by sword. That's some fucking like Shakespeare shit right now. Right? <laughs> I'm watching this thing and I'm like, what the f-? Sounds like Macbeth. If I go over there and I say, I do like one thing to the game, Macbeth. am I gonna have my head chopped off? <laughs> Literally Macbeth. You know yeah, that's my is. nickname? Mrs. Chicky, Miss Liberty High School, Mrs. Chicky. She called me Mike Beth. She loved me. I skipped her class almost every day. How'd you like that? It was good. She was great. I skipped no, the class no, every no, day. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to, back to the Patriots here. But, okay, no, I liked Mike Beth. I love the nickname. It was great. All right? Let's move on. All right, the remaining five games for the Patriots are the Chargers, Rams, Finns, Bills, Jets. So I think they'll beat the Chargers. The Rams is a game where it's like, that's what I'm talking about. Bill is going to shut someone down. And it's a matter of the offense just doing their job. It's one of those it's games. It's Bill Belichick. Do your job. It's one of those games the Rams are going to be favorited by like minus three, minus two and a half, and everyone's going to be, oh, hammer the Rams. And then yeah. Belichick's like, ah, yeah. I see what everyone's betting, why everyone's betting against us. And he's going to fuck us over. And he's going to cover by a half a point. Yep. Okay, let me get on something real quick. Yes. Um. Oh, wait, no, I don't want to jump. Let's just move on. All right, wait, wait, wait. Thought not done. So if they beat the Rams, they're going to beat the Dolphins, and then they're going to beat the Jets because that's week 17. Yeah, are, but are they going to beat the Dolphins? Listen, okay, those last three games against that division, the AFC East, the Bills and the Dolphins will give them problems. They always give them always problems. Do. And Brian Flores was a part of that Patriots staff. Yes. All right. And 
But you ha- mm. That's a toss-up mm. game, man. That, mm. I like I like the Finns. Who's playing quarterback? All right, the Dolphins and the Jets are the next one, so we can just start talking about Fitzmagic. All right, Fitzmagic is back in Miami. Tua, yep. Like, is Tua time done? Because look at these stats. So through this point in the season, so Fitzmagic played eight games, Tua played five. Fitz is 68.5%, 238 yards per game, 12 touchdowns, eight interceptions, 14 sacks. That was a lot of words and letters. <laughs> Tua, 61.9%, 120 yards per game, six touchdowns, no interceptions, 10 sacks. But that's through five games. He's played three less games. He has less touchdowns, almost the same amount of sacks. He basically doesn't throw the ball, and his completion percentage is pretty crappy comparatively. This yeah. is what I think they should do. I, this is what I think Flores will do as well. I think Fitz should be the starter. He's so experienced. Mm-hmm. He has the experience. He's, I mean, I don't really know if he's been in the playoffs before, but he, he feels comfortable in that offense. Yeah. He feels comfortable with the weapons around him. He, Devontae had uh, eight receptions, 119 yards. I mean, granted, it was against the Jets, but I like their, I like their combo. I like Mike Isicki with Fitz. I just mm-hmm. think Fitz is your, the move. He's, he's yeah. the quarterback right now. He'll give Unless, you the best chance. Yes, he gives you the best chance to win. I like Tua still. I really do. I think they should start him when they clinch. If they clinch a spot, put him Tua, get him some games, see how he does. Because they also have all of these draft picks. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's why they started him in the first place. They want to yeah. see how he's going to do because, hey, you never know, man. Yeah, and going back to that, so let's say they clinch. Uh, they play the Bengals and Chiefs. So I don't see them clinching before the Patriots game. So the Patriots game might be the one that actually clinches. So both sides of that ball are going to have a lot on the line. And then let's say they clinch. He's going to play against the Raiders and the Bills. That's two really good games for a rookie quarterback to yep. step in yeah. and like have reps. I, I agree 100%. And you know what? The Dolphins have surprised a lot of people, except mm-hmm. for Dolphins fans like Carlo. <laughs> shout out to you, buddy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, they, they are a solid team, and they play for Brian Flores. I'm a fan of Brian Flores. I hate that they yes. are fucking good because the Jets suck, and every team in that division is good except the mediocre Patriots, but you, you never can count them out. Okay, <laughs> now. Now it's my turn. So do you Let's want to talk, talk about yeah. Joe Flacco? Fuck no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Hey. Absolutely not. <laughs> Before you start, maybe this will even kick you off a little bit. Please. How would you feel about the Jets coaching staff saying that this week was going to be the week where we got to show everyone what could have been because everyone was coming back? My God. I don't know. You guys don't watch this, but... <laughs> okay, let's start. Let, I, let, let, let me enlighten you guys with this. So, apparently, Gase has been giving away his play-calling duties to Dow Loggins, who is the offensive coordinator. They're like little butt buddies. They're little fucking losers. So, he was just standing on the sideline, just fucking standing there. And after the game, he was Gase was questioned, asking if he was calling plays, and he was like, uh, it's a collaborative effort. It was both of us. <laughs> what the fuck? Why? Why, Gase? Oh, the thing is, too, you can tell when Gase is calling plays. This is why. First down, uh, he'll do some stupid screenplay. Second, this is where you know Gase is calling plays. Second and seven, second nine, second eight. He is running Frank Gore right up the fucking middle. Guaranteed. Fourth and one. Who does he run? Josh Adams right up the middle. He gets cracked. He gets cracked. Dude, it is a, it is a disaster, bro. It is a disaster. I thought about this last night, too. I'm like... What if Christopher Johnson hired Adam Gase because he knew <laughs> that he knew we were going to go 0-16 and he wanted Trevor? What if he was actually that smart? But I don't think so because Christopher Johnson's a fucking idiot. So, also, let me get on Sam. Sam, 16-27, uh, 197 yards, two picks. 
Oh, Sam, listen. What could have been? To you, Sam, uh, listen, you, I love you. Jets fans love you. But for, for the best of the team and the best for you, we, we got Pittsburgh. Okay, you heard it from Jordan Pittsburgh. We, we got to let you go, buddy. We're going to trade you for picks. And we, I think you are a franchise. I think you can be a great quarterback. Sadly, you just got to put with a terrible organization. He's got to go. Uh, it's, yeah. it's his time. He's, he reminds me like, of like a Markel Fultz situation. He goes, to the, he goes to the Sixers, gets hot, really high pick. He gets injured, doesn't do, doesn't do well. The injury really like, bugged him. Same thing with Sam. He gets mononucleosis. He gets mono. Kissing all these dirty New York girls. <laughs> to be fair, he did come back from that and beat the Cowboys pretty bad. Oh, yeah. He said, fuck Mono. I'm still going to be kissing girls, man. That Mono's go. gone, man. I don't care. But you got to watch out for those dirty girls, Sam. You'll go back, you, the COVID. go back to California. Go hang out on the beach. Go hang out with some beautiful women. Enjoy yourself. Stay away from the New York girls, bro. They are trouble. Stay okay? clean. <laughs> Stay <laughs> clean. But listen, one more thing. When will the suffering end? That's, just, that's all I got to ask. When will the suffering end? I'm li- I literally just might wear my Joe Namath jersey every time I go to a game because that's like the only player that is good. <laughs> and that was a nice little... Uh, it's Christmas time. It's Christmas it time, Christmas right? Time. It's Christmas time, so it doesn't matter. That, that's, that's our cue to just stop talking about the Jets yeah. because I might put a hole in the wall, all right? Fair enough. Well, the next topic's on. not even worth talking about either. No. The Broncos. Listen, if the Jets were bad, let's talk about the Broncos. I mean... If the Jets were bad? <laughs> if the Jets were bad. <laughs> hey, I was giving you some. The Jets have a quarterback. Yes. How many points the did they score? Three, dude. They three. scored the same amount of points as the Broncos. The Un-fucking believable. They had the right receiver at quarterback. They scored three points. The same as the fucking Jets. Unbelievable. Who was the Broncos quarterback? Uh, Kendall Hinton. 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 Way to go, dude. Three points. I guarantee you that no one thought you were going to even score points. Nope. So good for you for scoring three points. Yeah. That is respect. Yeah, I got respect. <laughs> and you know what? He was a college quarterback. Uh, I think it was Georgia State. I forget what it was. Georgia State. Or like Wake Forest. One of those. No, Wake, Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Wake Wake Forest. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So he was a quarterback, and I think he like won a champ, didn't he? Uh, okay, I'm, uh, fact check me because I'm, I'm bull. This I'm, is uh, ACC we're talking about. Yeah. So, like, that's... Clemson yeah, is that a chip? Yeah. I I what they win against like he was mainly they want to get Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, well but, yeah, we don't have Okay, yeah, wait, no. Bron- I, this was an unfair game from the beginning because the Saints are a team that it, we've already said best team in the NFC. They are hot, they are rolling. They got Taysom Hill running the ball, throwing he's doing everything right now and I mean, it's just not fair. See the future? No. No. Isn't he like 30 years old? He's 30 years old. You know what I think? Okay, also give credit to Sean Payne because he's been making some great calls down there in New yes. Orleans. He's been doing fantastic. I like what, okay. So, Underrated coach. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Takes a lot of shit. So what? this is why people were very confused about this start of Taysom Hill. This is a short term. This is for the short term. Yeah. I think you mentioned this last podcast. You're not going to use him for fucking five until the end of the year. You're going to get Drew Brees back, but you want to see Taysom, man. Why not? I mean, James, you could have put James in. I think a lot of people expected James to start, but yes. Taysom Hill, he hasn't even been throwing that much. He went 9 for 16, 78 yards a yes. pick. They're using him like they use Lamar now. They're switching up their offense yeah. a little bit. They, they're, they're trying to, like, deceive other teams because they have a new quarterback. They're not used to this guy, so why not use him to his best abilities? I just thought of something. What do you think of Mark? So... We were very right on the Alvin Kamara sit. You're welcome. Yeah, Mahler. Seven points, six point two. Yeah, not a lot. Not a lot. That's a Cowboys fan right there. 
That's how many points we score in a game normally. Yeah. But Alec I'm Kamara, with you, buddy. is he being rested by Sean Payton right now? Oh with God, Taysom Hill being run. He's just waiting for Drew Brees to come back. Yep. Alec Kamara, remember this, from week 16 to the Super Bowl, will rush for 100 yards at least 70% of the time. Yeah, he, he, listen, he was the number one ranked fantasy running back for a reason. Yeah. But yep. great sit. That was a great yes. sit, and that was very smart. Well, did they fight in Denver? Uh, yes. Yeah. High altitude. High altitude. It fucks people up. They actually flew into Denver not knowing that they had zero quarterbacks. Yeah. Yes, that, that was, it was rough. Super I feel minute. bad for Blake Bortles. He's such a nice guy. Like, why does this have to happen to him? This could have been the game where he was like, yeah, see, I'm the responsible one. He reminds one. me of Cutler. Like, I can just see him, like, smoking a bow on the side, like, <laughs> eating a hot dog. Like, he just <laughs> reminds me of a Jay Cutler. He bought a Tesla because he didn't want to have to drive to the gas station because he was trying to quit packing lips. But now he just drives Tesla to the gas station to pack lips. To pack lips. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. That, that, that's my guy right there. That's oh, awesome. man. Um... But, oh, yeah, also, I have one more point. Go uh, ahead. Latavius Murray, 19 I was about to say it. Great mind, take a like, Mahler. 124 yards, two touchdowns. This is why you can sit Kamara, because you have a guy like Latavius yeah. Murray. Yep. Oh, you should be a starter for the Vikings. Why right? do the Saints always have two running backs? Listen, man, it's working. Look at the Browns. Nick Chubb and Kareem. That, that, that's a fucking tandem right there. Nick got his Chubb this week. He got his Chubb this week. And you know what? He's one of those players you can draft high. And next year, he can be like yeah. a – he can be – a top five guy, in my opinion. The offensive line is getting better. Ken Stefanski, mm-hmm. he's doing a great job with that offense. It's just Baker, but I think yeah. Baker's, Baker's doing all right, man. He's he's doing what he has to do, and that's all you need for Baker. Yeah. Okay. Look, wow, we, we talked a lot on that, but let's move yeah. on. Uh, uh, I love this game. Jordan, come on. Niners, Rams. So Nick Mullins had 24 throws on 35 attempts. 252 yards, averaging about 7.2 yards per throw. He was sacked twice and threw interception, no touchdowns. Jared Goff had 19 completions, 31 attempts, 198 yards on two interceptions and two sacks. Give me uh, give me Cooper Cup's numbers real quick. I want, I want to hear Cooper's Cup oh. numbers because this is where I'm going to get at right now. I don't even fucking care. Do not, if you have fantasy, which everyone does, don't listen to these stupid fucking projections that they give you, Okay. Do not listen. I sat him last week and gets the Bucks. He puts up 22. Okay, this is what ESPN says. You, he is a must-start wide receiver one. You don't even think about it. Absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. He gave me six points. Fuck you, Cooper. He had two receptions for 41 yards, no touchdowns, five targets. I mean, that's an average wide receiver. You know what? Give credit. <laughs> Extremely <laughs> average. <laughs> Give credit to Salah, man. Give credit to Salah. Uh, oh, man. Um, going back to the quarterbacks, can we just point out that the quarterbacks combined for whatever amount of yards they had, whatever amount of completions, for zero touchdowns and three interceptions? What a day! Right. What a day! Tell you what, oh, though, man, you guys are going to really... A good old-fashioned So you're telling me both quarterbacks can throw for 450 yards and not throw a single touchdown on either yeah. side? Yeah. You know what, though? That's what most people like to call a barn burner. Really <laughs> that, that indeed is a barn burner right there, Muller. You know what, though? I'll take Nick Mullins over Jimmy G. That, yeah. that is a hot take, but I will take him over Jimmy G because if you look at the games that he's been playing in, he puts up – Mullins will put up like 300 yards. I feel like we've seen this from Mullins. Before. We have seen this from Mullins. I've seen it last year, and I'm like, shit, man. Like, this dude is putting up like 300 yards. He's, he's one of those quarterbacks like Baker. Like, just get him in there. They're going to run the ball. And he's just going to do his job. Debo. Debo had, what, 
uh, 11 catches, 133 yards. Yeah. Solid. Also, Raheem Mustard, if you started him, he was my stardom. Uh, I think he had like 10 points. He had a fumble, but um, he had 18 carries, 43 yards, and a touchdown. He's, listen, you keep starting him. Yep. That offense is going to keep coming back. Listen, they are a really good team. They're just, they have, they're missing so many players. Kittle, Bosa, uh, Fred Warner. Yes. They're, they're just injured right now. Um, Kyle Shanahan is a great freaking coach. He is so smart. He outcoached McVay. 100%. He owns McVay. Yeah, he wins? owns McVay. He does. They have, we have to they, find this either na- like after the show. It doesn't have to be now. But we got to find this. How many wins does McVay have against Shanahan? Because I don't think there's been many. I know. And they give them problems. These interdivision games, man, you got to watch them. All right? Except for the Packers and Bears because fuck the Bears. All right? Yes. But, um, fuck the Bears. Yeah, fuck the Bears. But they had a really good game, and you can tell that was a chess match between McVay and Shanahan, and I love that division. They are so competitive. The Seahawks, the Cardinals, the Niners, the Rams, they are all so competitive. I love that division, and they're going to be good. I, I like Jared yes. Goff, and listen to this. Jared Goff was picked before Wentz? Yes. How's that panning out? <laughs> I mean, listen, the Bears got the bull, all right? They're happy. Not with Wentz. But he took him there, yeah. But Foles, obviously, Big Dick Foles, you got to... Big Dick Nick. Yeah, buy him a hot dog or something. But, um, yeah, man, Nick Mullins. So just don't sleep on the Niners. If, if they're an underdog and they're given, like, four or more points, think about taking it because they, they're going to run the ball. They're going to get Raheem Mostert involved. Yes. Debo's going to be healthy. He's going to be coming back. So just watch out for them. That was a really good game. And, yeah, so mm-hmm. any, any other points on that game? Shout out Robbie Gold. Shout out Robbie Gold, baby. Way to cover that spread. All right, come on. Let's move on. Chiefs, yes. Bucks. Jordan drops. Very spot. good game. Very good game. Patty Mahomes had a hell of a day. 37 completions on 49 attempts. 462 yards, averaging 4.9 per pass. Three touchdowns, sacked twice. And then we got to talk about Brady. Is he done? Because he had 27 completions, 41 attempts, 340 yards, which is good numbers. Three touchdowns. Two interceptions, one sack. Brady has thrown a lot of interceptions in the last year and a half. Like if he, if you look at his games, if you cut out the interceptions, maybe even just one or two a game in the games they've thrown three, which are crazy to think that he has. He's got eleven this year alone. Yeah, if he can cut at least one out per game, they probably win. How many losses do they have? Five now. Yeah, uh, five. Five. yeah. they probably only have like three losses. Because their losses haven't been to bad teams. Like, the Chiefs, this is not a bad loss. Mm-hmm. Although the way they lost it, giving up 200 and some yards to Tariq Hill. Don't take them with the spread anymore. Like, Fuck them. That, yeah. The Chiefs in the spread are not friends, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. No. Can we confirm? Yeah. Okay. Um, but you have to remember, too, Brady has Gronk, Chris Godwin, yeah. Mike Evans, and Antonio Brown all at his disposal. Whether I don't think they're using Antonio Brown much. Okay, you're I was gonna get to five point finish. Go ahead. But you still got Gronk, Chris Godwin, and Mike Evans. Like that's gotta be you gotta use them at a more of a lethal yes. aspect. This is what I think, and this just goes to show again. Like, bro, listen, I still think Brady's the goat. I've seen it for fucking my whole life, dude. He has torched that division for years. Him and Bra- him and Belichick were the tandem. They were like the A plus tandem of yes. like NFL history. But I just think Brady just needs – I think the blame on Brady just has to stop a little bit. I think we need to just hold up a little because I feel like Bruce Arians isn't putting him in the best position to win. This is my opinion. 
He's like like Jordan said, he's not using A B like he should. This is fucking Antonio Brown we're talking about. Right. He's like the third receiver right now. Yeah. I mean, Godwin is good, Mike Evans is good. They Evans have, was clutch. Oh yeah. Huge. Like they they are still a good team. Like mm-hmm. their defense is solid, but bro, they're the fucking Chiefs, man. They're the Super yeah. Bowl favorites. And they lost by three points. I think we just need to halt on Brady a little bit. Yeah. He is still Tom Brady. He he's what is he, forty years old? Yeah, oh, Brady's oh. different, dude. I, I, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I know, dude, he's 40 years old. He's out of his prime, man. He's still Brady, bro. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand. Like, he, I've watched it. I, he's, I have watched it. I know. You can listen. You can say anyone else to go. Breeze, fucking Marino, Peyton. Like, yeah, they're all, they're all fucking great quarterbacks. Any of those guys you can call a go. Mahomes, like, oh, he will be the future. He will be a goat. He's not the goat, but he's the baby goat. He's the baby goat right now. He will, listen, he will be the goat in the future. But listen, Brady, how much can you ask from this guy, man? Like, yeah, he had the team around him, but that's football. Like, who cares if you don't have a team around you? Like, you're supposed to win. Like, it's not about fucking stats. It's about winning. And he's got six rings. Like, yeah. How much more can you ask? Well, I love seeing Patriots fans upset. (laughs) I love it. You guys now understand how I've been feeling. For the fucking 20 years that I've been watching football, all right? You guys understand? <laughs> it's a weird feeling, isn't it, Patriots fans? It's fucking ass. Welcome to my world, all right? So now, he's gone. Y'all got to move on. I don't know what you guys are going to do. But I still think the Bucks are a team that you can't, you cannot overlook. Yeah, I agree. And before we move on, though, tell me one of you guys had Tyreek Hill. Oh, yeah. I had him in my, like, 2-9 and nine league, and I, like, fucked some one dude over. It was really funny. 13 receptions, 269 yards. <laughs> Tyreek, give him the deuce, Tyreek, give him the deuce. Great game, man. Yeah, if you had him in fantasy, you won your game. Big time. I have a little bit for the gamblers in the room. So, Mahomes had, well, yeah, basically. And out there, you know, whoever's listening. Mahomes had his fifth career 400-yard game, second this year, week eight versus the Jets. Didn't have to say that, but I'm going to say that. <laughs> record in like, 400, <laughs> his record in 400 yard games is three and two. Losses coming to Tennessee and the Rams. Both in years where Tennessee and the Rams went deep. And then the record in games after the 400 yard winning games, four and zero, averages three touchdowns. Pound the over on touchdowns. Take the Chiefs. There you go. You heard it. I have one more thing. This is gonna be a very, very, very hot take. I think the Chiefs get upset in the playoffs. Really? I don't think they make it. This is my hot take right now. Who would be favored in a Chiefs-Steelers game if the Steelers are undefeated? That is going to be like another two-and-a-half, one-point yeah. spread. That might even be like a point five spread, honestly. Do you, but who would be the favorite team there? Do you think the Chiefs still get favored? I think the Chiefs still Steelers, get favored. Bro, honestly, and I'm a Pittsburgh fan, but I think Chiefs still get favored. I, I just like I like what the Steelers are doing. I like to – listen. Maple Charm. Huh? Mapletron, baby. <laughs> yeah. But Mike, Mike Tomlin is still, he's, I don't understand, like, put some re- fucking respect on his name, man. He has done so much for the Steelers. They have protected Ben. They have gotten the weapons. Look, on Chase Claypool, like, he might have been the best player in that, like, the most underrated player in that draft, by far. You can even vouch for that, Jordan. I can. Yeah, I because I've been saying that been since saying he got drafted. He has been, and he's been telling me this, but... I, I just think, like, playoff time, man, there's always that one year, that one team. Look at the Titans versus the Ravens last yeah. year. I, I think the Titans or the Steelers can upset them. Yes. Like, don't sleep in Titans playoff time, so, bro. So the Chiefs will be the underdog. They will never be an underdog. But they will Wait, get upset. What? I think they will you get upset. upset them. I mean, they'll probably be like, minus, <laughs> minus one point. But, dude, watch the upsets of the Chiefs, all right? Manichi's not going to want to hear this, but... I think that 
in the future in the playoffs because it's playoff yeah. football. Anything can happen. You never know. You never know. Yeah, that's true. You do never know. All right, now let's move to this fucking shit of a game. Trubisky sucks. Yep. <laughs> um, 26, uh, for 46, 242 yards, averaging 5.3 yards per throw, three touchdowns, two interceptions, three sacks for Trubisky. Rodgers balled out, 21 cat or completions, 29 attempts, 211 yards, averaging three or 7.3 per uh, completion, four touchdowns, no interceptions, no sacks. Rodgers is very good at the football. <laughs> I just want to very say good this. At throwing the football. I just want to say this. My mortal lock is 0-1. Listen, it's not about how he starts, but how you finish. All right. We're not taking the Bears anymore. All right. No, wait. They were I, close. No, they I, were close. Listen, they got fucked over by the refs. If Trubisky got the calls at Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Mahomes, if he got those calls, he got a full-on hand to the mitt, like through the face mask. No call for a return for a touchdown. Yep. Did you see the play before that? Uh, no, but you told me about it. Okay, so if you guys didn't know, uh, King number twenty on the he's a cornerback for the Packers. Yes. Guarding some receiver, they're out. Um, the play's over. Dude goes up to the fucking receiver, the Bears receiver, snuffs him in the face, Soccer. hits him. They don't call it! They don't call it! The next play, Trubisky fumbles, return for a touchdown. It is so rigged. It's so rigged. It's unbelievable. Unreal. So, has there been fights twice in the last two weeks? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is awesome. The NFL is so bad. Bro, it, like, he could have swung his helmet at him. They still wouldn't have called it. It was so blatant on TV. He fucking sucked the shit out of him. And they didn't call him, bro. The ref was there fucking waving his arms like, hello? Like, throw a flag. <laughs> Anytime that you have to question who the ref is and who the ref crew is, that is terrible, man. Bro, they had the Packers with the spread. never happen. They had the Packers with the spread, 100%. Yes. Un- unreal. Jesus. Unreal. Okay. Well, wait, before we move on, because this is coming up after Sunday, Aaron Rodgers' MVP thoughts. He's got to – I think he has to I think he's making win. it. Gotta win. He's got to win four – how many games they have left? They have five, right? I think they have to make – They have to win four of the next five. They have to make a deep playoff push as well. Yes. They, they can't lose out in the first round. He gets MVP. It just doesn't work like that, in my opinion. He has to win four of the next five and win at least one game in the playoffs. I still think – like, I know Mahomes is, like, the front runner for MVP right now. I like Russ. I really do. And I think that, like, Russ, with what he's working with on that line – He's not going to win it. Okay, he might not win it, but he can be like a runner-up, 100%. I I don't think he ever won it. He should, I think there is some, like, bond between all the people who vote on it, and they're like, I think it would be hilarious if we just keep never giving Russ a single vote. You know why? That'd be funny. You know why they're not going to vote MVP? Because he lives on the West. Who gives you motivation, Rush? Mr. Unlimited. Dude, that is the most cringeworthy video I've ever seen in my life. I think I found, like, alter ego. Mr. 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 Unlimited. We gotta start doing that. A Mr. Unlimited of the week. Like just a, like, we gotta, <laughs> great idea. We gotta figure this out. Like uh, we gotta figure something out that's Mr. Unlimited, Unlimited. and we'll just give it to some player, Nathan in college, Peterman. high school, NFL, <laughs> anyone from the week before that didn't start, entered the game, and did like something crazy. It could be like our "Come on, man" segment. Yeah, basically. We have our, uh, Mr. Mr. Unlimited. Dude, that video is so cringeworthy. I wish we just, like, had that up so people can see. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Throw it up on the screen. Throw it up on the screen. Uh, Okay, so Mr. Unlimited went 22 for 31, 230 yards, a touchdown. Chris Carson, welcome back. Eight carries, 41 yards, touchdown. Donkey Kong Metcalf. That's his new nickname now, just because DK, just Donkey Kong. I just thought of it. That's what I think. I was was playing um, a little Mario game yesterday, so... 
It's been also, wait, the crazy shit right now, I posted on my story. In Japan, they are making a Super Mario World Amusement Park. Yes. I saw that. That is fucking Billion. crazy. Yes, that's sick. We gotta go. go. We gotta go. We gotta take a trip to Tokyo. Uh-huh. We're going to Japan. And we're Podcast going. in Tokyo, coming up. Yo, yes. <laughs> now we're talking. From it. From the place. Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay, also, uh, so yeah, DK went 10 for 177. DK would moss the absolute fuck out of Donkey Kong, by the yes. way. If Yo, they, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Actually, they, Donkey Kong would probably get called for pass interference. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe like a, yeah, probably a PI. Maybe like an unnecessary roughness or something. I don't Just know. Swift punch to the face. Yeah, swift punch to the face, dude. What still is crazy is that chase down tackle on Buda Baker. Yeah. I watched, I watched that last and I'm like, yo, that... Was that the one it's they clocked him running like 21 miles an hour? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. He was running extremely fast. Yeah. Terrifying. And another point on DK, Darius Slay stood no chance. He stood no, no chance. No. <laughs> no listen, chance. He, he, listen, he was very competitive with though. I give I give Darius Slay a lot of credit. He showed, yeah. he gave no fucks. Like, None. he's got balls, bro. Two personal fouls. Yeah, he's yeah. got balls. So you know what? I like Darius Slay. I hope the Eagles keep him. I, I think yeah. he's a good piece. It was a good pickup. Yeah. Well, so, right. you know what, dude? It's DK. Like, what else do you expect? Like, he's going to go off. Yeah. Everyone and their mother knew that. And the Eagles coach before the game were saying how he wasn't at Megatron's level yet. Yep. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, I'm off. Oh, that's And bad. I have some stats here that's of bad. the two going head-to-head through the first 27 games. Not sure if you have these, but uh, Megatron, 95 for 1,662 yards and 11 touchdowns. Metcalf, 116 for 1,939 yards and 16 touchdowns. Both through 27 games. Megatron just didn't stand a chance against, uh, what we call him? Donkey Cat? Donkey Cat. Donkey Cat. Yeah, but uh, also, also, ooh, oh, listen, if you guys, okay, by the way, the spread on this game is minus six and a half. The last minute of the game. The two point? They threw a Hail Mary. Richard Rodgers catches it one hand, touchdown. Yep. They yes. go for the two point conversion. They get it. They cover the spread by half a point. Yep. Dude, Doug Peterson should have security outside of his house. He sh- he's probably receiving death threats to this day. You know why? There's I there was a stat. There was a better put five hundred grand on the minus six and a half spread. They lost by they half lost. a point. That just goes to show that NFL is rigged. Listen, but we got to talk about Wentz. <laughs> Yeah, we, have we do. Uh, listen, the Eagles fans chime into this just so they can listen to this. Let's talk. Listen, Muller, listen. please. Now that we're going to talk Cowboys about the Seahawks, we're going to talk about the Eagles. I want to personally say I'm sorry to the three people who rode with me this week. <laughs> the three people who rode with me this the week. So stupid it was so work. stupid, it just didn't work. It the might, the so it stupid it might work was very alive until the third quarter. And then Carson Wentz happened. There is nothing we can do about an extremely incompetent quarterback that continues <laughs> to get opportunity after opportunity to play. What are you laughing about? This is serious. He has 15 interceptions, most in the NFL. Yep. 46 sacks, most, most in, in the, the NFL. NFL. 95 off-target incompletions, most, most in, in the NFL. NFL. He sucks. Philly, he sucks. How many times can he blow bets for all of us and not... Have any <laughs> pressure put on him? None. Listen, Jalen Hurts gets to go into the game and hand balls off. He doesn't even get a chance to throw because they know he will make Carson Wentz look like shit. Oh, that play was terrible. Horrible. Oh, oh my so God, I can't. It's insane. Now they were. They should have won the game. 
For us. They had it. Doug for us. had it. Listen, Doug for was... For the people. Doug was way too over-aggressive in that game. He should have took the fucking points. Listen, you're going against the Seahawks, man. Like, your defense was playing well. Very well. Fletcher was Very in the well. backfield. The, the 49, I don't know, the linebacker, had a great game. They were in this game. They could have won it. They could have won this game. And Mahler's shaking his head right now because it's so stupid it might work. Might work bet almost hit, and it should have hit. It should have hit. If the Eagles had any competent quarterback playing, a.k.a. Jalen Hurts, yep. they would have covered this for all of us. I just don't understand that second-round pick of Jalen Hurts. Like, why? Like, they saw you could have got a receiver. You could Like, it just doesn't make – you literally just signed Wentz to a contract through 2024. He's not going anywhere. I'm, He's moment. not going anywhere. He's not going to move anywhere. Nope. If, any, if anything, this is what they did, should do. Clean house. Yes. Clean house. Get it's over. Clean house. With you Carson. got your Super Bowl. Yeah. Keep Carson. Listen, maybe he will produce. Keep Jalen. He's not. You drafted for a reason. You got to get him an offensive line. There has been a combination of ten, uh, ten combinations of different offensive linemen on that line. Jason Peters is done. They Dillard. He's injured. Johnson, I think, is injured too. Brandon Brooks is injured. They have the pieces. They're getting a little bit older. They should definitely go for like a Panay Sewell or someone if they have the pick. Get some linemen, man. I think he's mentally exhausted, Wentz. I think so, too. Think about it. You take your team to a playoff run, get hurt. Nick Foles takes your team, wins the bowl. Okay? Next draft, you pick up Jalen Hurts. He doesn't pick up a receiver to help him. He doesn't give him any help. Straight Hurts. What are you going to do with that? And then you put Hurts in for one play last night. He gets a completion, by the way. One for one. Was it a false start? Big time. Yeah. It was a ball start. It was. <laughs> hey, it happens. Yeah, but it happens. you got to give the man a chance. Wentz has not been producing. I think you need to give Jalen at least a half. And just let him try it. Yeah. He's in like a better situation. He's like Sam, but in a better situation, in my opinion. He's got Doug. He's obviously a better coach. If anyone thinks Adam Gates is a better coach than Doug Peterson, uh, uh, you're don't even listen to this podcast. Yeah, all right? Uh, you're drunk. Yeah, but listen. You live under a rock. And I, and I think I might have said Wentz that hurts, but I think you need to give Hurts the chance. Yeah, man. I mean, give. I mean, the thing is, though, like they still have a chance to make the playoffs, which is fucking crazy. At three, seven, one. I know. Yeah. The tie. The tie. The tie. The tie. The tie. <laughs> yeah, it's the tie that gets it. But I think the Eagles get out of that contract as quickly as they can. You think they so? Have the mo- the yeah. moment they can get out of it and get someone else in there that they can just restart with. I think. One number one, Alshon Jeffrey is so lost. Oh, he's get him green. off that he's team. He's been bad for two years. Yeah, I know. And some Eagles fans, I won't say some names. Oh, Ponyo, um, who was trying to tell me that um, him and DJ were a better duo than Evans and Godwin. I was like, oof. Ponyo. But DJ's not even playing. Exactly. He's hurt. Yeah. He said this yeah. like last year for the though. second uh, year in a row. He's hurt. I know. Yeah, I should have <laughs> said that. Sorry, Ponyo. You probably won't listen to this anyway. But listen, man, you got to get one some weapons. I, Greg Stop. Ward, like. He's like a quarterback, man. You got to get him some receivers. See, I like Jalen Rieger. He'll come around. Get him another guy. Get him like a DK type. Go for a big, physical AJ Green receiver, Julio receiver. Help him. But listen, they got to build that line. They they got to build the trenches. They got the D line. Barnett had a, I think he had a great game yesterday. But that offensive line was, you saw it. You know, six sacks they gave up yesterday. So they listen. They have a lot to figure out. They still have a chance to win. But they got a lot to figure out. I think they just got to fucking just accumulate picks, man. Just clean house. You got your Super Bowl. You got it. Yeah. So you got to have to figure out how to get the next one. And, and listen, and this is why they should also clean house. Because, like, what other team, no offense, Mulder, but what, what other team in the NFC East is, like, really 
going to excel in the future right now. Maybe Washington. I don't even think like, they excel. Yeah, like they don't even have uh, a quarterback. The Giants, like you can't, Cowboys, you can't trust Danny Dimes like that. He's my, good. But. My unbiased opinion on the Cowboys is it's to be seen what they're going to be. I think we would have seen a very good team if they were able to have Dak and the team stay together. The O-line yeah. and Dak stay healthy through week five, I think it was, was when the Completely defense, different defense really started to come around. So I think you're not really going to see what could have been until next season. Because you got to remember, different defensive coordinator. Yeah. It wasn't the same. Completely different scheme. All of them were trying to learn it. Didn't really get it the first couple of weeks, which was very clear. Mm-hmm. And I think the Cowboys are going to run the division next year. Because if the Eagles keep Wentz, I... <laughs> it's but, only if the like, Eagles keep Wentz. Listen, <laughs> listen. Eagles fans out there, I rode with you guys. I'm staying with you guys because... Personal. That picture was great, by the way. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> that was all right. That was good. But, like, I want you guys to do well because I'm tired of hearing you guys complain constantly every day about injury this, injury that, and never give me one to blame. I just want you guys to be good. So then you can at least be like, <laughs> seriously, at least you can be like, Carson Wentz was really good today. Like, yes, finally, you're telling the truth. All right. like, I just want that to like. I would rather it be like that than them play terrible. Carson Wentz played terrible, and you're like, man, this team around Carson Wentz sucks. No. Did you not listen to the last ninety-five off-target incompletions? That's not anyone else's fault, but when. Listen, that pick in the end zone, by the way, um, where he did the little fly Eagles fly. Oh, yeah, someone, <laughs> the one I, I think it was Booker that. said fly Seahawks fly. I was like, ooh, we're going to like damn. Eagles fans are tight, but. Listen, even on that play, like, he, he went to the hook. He went to the hook on, I think it was Goddard or Richard Rodgers. Completely missed it. Okay, granted, they were probably a little bit off chemistry there. He probably should have made that little cut to his left. But Off chemistry? Yeah. How, how many games into this season? Are we okay, maybe, maybe it was a lot, lot of games. Okay, it was Goddard, but Goddard has been injured. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I said fuck. Uh, Sorry. Okay, but on the, on the X receiver, they had, I think it was 82. I don't know who it was. They had him open on a go. They had him. Yeah. He had a he had a step on him. Yeah. They had a slant in the slot open, and yeah. then he went to the hook, gave the pick. I'm like, oh, yeah. Wentz. He wants that back 100. percent He also doesn't throw the deep ball ever. They listen. They had their chances. That one, that last possession where they could have scored, they went. They just didn't execute. They had it. He just Wentz just missed them. All right, but listen, shit like that's gonna happen. But you think he's afraid to because they used to throw that all the time. Do you think he's legitimately afraid to throw the deep ball? Well, I mean, from his last year experience, look at Rager. He would throw the deep ball, dropped it right in his red basket numerous yeah. times. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see why he'd be nervous about it, and then he would get to blame for it, maybe not throwing the ball more perfectly for him. I don't know. But there's all kinds of factors that could be thrown in there. Like I said, I said this last, I said this last podcast, they just don't have an identity. But, like, it's hard when you don't have an offensive line. I know I, I, know I really emphasize this a lot. you got to build the trenches. It's so important. Mm-hmm. There's bro. no chemistry. Like, I've watched Sam with a terrible line get fucking slaughtered by defensive lines. You yeah. need to build the trenches, man. And um, at least have a good run game. Yeah. yeah. And you at know what? They actually had they. This is what I said. If they have a little bit of a run game against yeah. the Seahawks, they will they will have yeah. a chance to win. Yep. And they started to when they put in Boston yes. Scott. Miles Sanders started getting going. Jamal had a really good game though. Jamal was yeah. all over the place. I mean, it's similar to what we said about the Chargers. Get the run game going. It takes pressure off the quarterback. You don't have to do as much. Right now, the Eagles don't really have a run game. Like, you look at some teams that have kind of half an O-line, they still are able to push the ball. Like, Eagles aren't doing that. 
uh, and yeah. turning them. I think what Doug <laughs> needs to go back to doing is one, he's got to coach. He's got to coach Wentz better. He's got to coach him out of the slump. Yes, he doesn't look comfortable in the pocket. He, he looks scared, yes. and he doesn't throw the easy ball. It's always he got to throw everything he has into that ball. It's never like the easy screen or just an easy uh, slant. It's always he's got to throw it in their heart. And this is not a shot at Eagles fans, but remember two years ago when you were ripping Dak apart because he, he looked scared in the pocket? <laughs> it's literally the same thing. Like, you Time can't. Tell more, like you've got to be honest with your guys' selves, all right? This is, okay, another thing about this. I love that we have a Cowboys fan on this podcast. I've because, been pretty honest. Yeah, no, no, no. This is, this is, but listen, like, not even like biasness, but like, sometimes like fans need to hear this. Like, yeah. if a Patriots fan is listening to this, I'm going to give my opinion on the Patriots and the Jets. Like, yep. Cowboys fan, you know more about the Eagles than like probably any of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you play them twice a, twice a year. This is great that we have a fucking Cowboys fan because like, he can rip the Eagles fans and they can just fucking hate on it. I love yep. it. And if you've <laughs> listened to, if you listen to the last show, I am willing to rip the Cowboys. I have and I will. Like, I am very honest, very open about it. I, I have one more thing. I, Doug Peterson, like, he's just got to go back to the RPOs. I feel like he's yes, not running the does. RPOs anymore. Yeah, he does. I don't see him. Wentz never gets out of the pocket. No. I think he got out twice last night? Uh, two or three times, yeah. Yeah, that's bad. I, one thing and one more thing. I do like Richard Rodgers. Yes. You know what? Maybe yeah. you he's can you good. can trade the Earths. Why? That's what they should do. I think it's come to that point now. He you trade him. He doesn't want to be yeah. there. They couldn't give him the. They didn't want to give him the money he wanted. Yeah. Get him. Trade him. Get the picks. Yes. That's all I got on that. I mean, one last thing from this game before we move on. Congrats to Chris Carson getting back with the touchdown. But welcome uh, back, Chris. Yeah. But you're not even on my team team anymore. So <laughs> good luck to you in the future. All right. What well, we got? Uh, rookies. Rookies, we've no. already mentioned a ton, right? One more. Uh, Baltimore Steelers. This, oh. is, this is bullshit, man. I'm telling you. Jordan, if go on. Listen, if the Broncos can play without a quarterback, the Ravens should be able to do the same fucking thing. Yes. This is bullshit. They postponed the game three times. I mean, they did give me a scare early in the season. We were 7-0 playing the 5-2 Ravens. Um, we beat them 28-24. And they played well that game, too. They did. And yeah. the Ravens, I, even as a Steelers fan, will say, the Ravens totally outplayed Pittsburgh. They had 457 total yards compared to our 221. Um, 265 rushing yards, 48 for Pittsburgh. I mean, they outplayed us completely. But uh, Ravens are going in there with a very, very low roster with COVID issues. Uh, yeah. I, the, the Ravens, like, I just don't – I don't feel like they're the same team as last year. And I feel like these defensive coordinators are really – they're, they're picking up on them. They are. Trying. All they want to do yeah. is run that option with Lamar. And he can't really throw the ball. He's fast. Don't get me wrong. Lamar and that, can run the shit out of the Of course. Ball. Yeah, he's, listen, he's still, an, he's still the MVP, of course. He's still, like, a fucking great player. But when it comes to throwing that ball, I'm, I'm not threatened by it. And you know what? Mike Tomlin wasn't either. And that's nope. exactly what he did. He made Lamar throw the ball, and that look what happened. They yep. lost. Listen, Marquise Brown, overrated, in my opinion. Agreed. Overrated. 100%. Mark Andrews is solid. I like him. But it's... I just don't think that offense is as like lethal as it used to be. It's not. And Pittsburgh's offense is really, really starting to meld and click, man. You yeah. got Claypool, you got Juju, Deontay Johnson's having a great oh, year. Yeah. Eric Ebron was a great pickup yes, for Pittsburgh. Was, yes. So I mean, we have the weapons. James Conner, I mean, yeah, he did get COVID. Hope he gets better. Yeah. He had cancer. We so hope he's all right, man. Doing all right. We but, wish yeah. you the best, James Conner. I mean, Steelers have the weapons for tomorrow. Yes. So it is a weird situation. I think they're playing at 340, so I don't think there's ever been a 340 game on a Tuesday. Yeah, I'll be watching that during my class. Did you guys hear why it's at 340? No, I didn't. Oh, I yes, like, the Christmas Adam, lighting. Adam Schefter broke <laughs> So, uh, who's showing the game? NBC 
is committed to broadcasting the 80th Rockefeller Center Christmas tree lighting ceremony on Wednesday night. That's Bullshit. why the game is at 340. You're telling me Christmas, Christmas lighting is taking priority over my 10 and 0 Steelers. Yeah. Dude, they, Bullshit. The tree pie looks like shit. It does. <laughs> Did you see the tree? It's a COVID tree. Did you see the tree? Oh, yeah. It's They're terrible. holding it. They're holding it. It looks like a Charlie Brown tree. Just oh, my God, it. dude. It looks like a weed nug. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like yeah. shake, bro. <laughs> But yeah, he lost for the Ravens. Mark Andrews has COVID. He's gonna he, miss. This oh, he's got it too. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, and then Nick Boyle is still out and hurt. So. So listen. I think the Ravens a good way to compensate for how they've been a bunch of babies over this whole thing. Lamar Jackson should not be allowed to play. I agree, man. It's you can't force the Broncos to play with who they played with, and then let the Ravens play with Lamar. Who's, also, who's the Ravens back? Is it RG three? Is RG three? I believe it yeah. is. Yeah, if it's RG three, Lamar should have to sit. RG3 at He's a Heisman, bro! He's a Heisman! Is 3.40 the new primetime? <laughs> yeah. Is that the new primetime? I don't know. It's Buddy's new primetime. Hey-o! Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it is RB, uh, RB3. R- RB3. RB3. Yeah, RB3. RB3. And then behind you ready for this? Behind him, Trace McSorhole. Trace McSorhole! Time out. <laughs> Time out. McSorhole. The Ravens should not be allowed to play anyone that has Well, I am saying, <laughs> I am seeing on ESPN that Lamar is out for tomorrow. Yeah, he's, he's good. Let's go. He's Let's go. go. RG3's making the start. Oh, that's awesome. According to ESPN. Uh, TJ awesome. Watt, please go off. That's awesome. By the way, uh, me and Jordan had a bet like way before the year started. Future bet. Big future, future bet. Big future bet. It was plus 1,400. TJ Watt, D-P-O-Y, 20 to win 300. Yep. But there is a guy named Aaron Donald, yeah, and he's really a beast. Well. However, he yeah. has been getting triple teamed and double teamed. Yeah. Regardless, yeah. he is a monster. And I also am kind of concerned with his morals. First came back for Alex Smith, and he tries to break his leg again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, Compared, the he wants a guy when player. Give him show some, some decency, yeah, man. Yeah, come on. <laughs> like at least have some morals. It's it's kind of messed up. Nice. All right. Well, yeah. I guess that or that is all the games. Yeah, for that's last all last week. So nice little segment teams. right there. Um, we are going to move on to the rookies. Who have proved their worth. Yes. Mark, you can start it off. Alright, so my first one, which is a true, like, you didn't really see him coming, but he's there. He's done his thing. He scored three touchdowns against the Eagles in the Pennsylvania Derby. 39 receptions, 559 yards, eight touchdowns. I think we already know. We've already talked about him. His name's Mapletron. Mapletron. There he is. Yep, yep. Chase Claypool. Play him, baby. Like, he's, he's unreal. Speaking yeah. of Notre Dame, I believe they're still second in the nation. Yeah, kind of pissed about that. Not a big Notre Dame guy. Big Notre Dame guy. <laughs> Not a college guy, but I'm willing to listen. Uh, how many do you have? Do you have one? Just one. You well, one? two. Two. Right. I have another. But your second. This one, you know, he was kind of expected to be very good. He's a cowboy, so I know a lot more about him. He's made a huge influence on the defense. Has been probably our best player until his injury at the end of the season. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, brother. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. He's been amazing. Yes, he has. But, yeah, those are my two rookies. I mean, Chase Claypool. Really, I don't know how he's not in the top ten for rookies of the year. I don't like, either. Some respect on it the makes guy, no please. sense. He's a major part of the Steelers receiving court. So, uh, hang on, I had this up. So, his his yards are unbelievable, man. He's got five hundred and fifty nine receiving yards. Uh, 65 targets, 39 receptions, and 10 games played. Yes. He's got the most touchdowns on the team yes. over Juju and Deontay. I think he's sixth in the league in touchdowns he is. for wide receivers. He is. is he their number so, one? He's uh, Pittsburgh, uh, for targets. Is it, or is it Deontay? Uh, Deontay is their number one for targets, yes. then Juju, yes. then Chase. But do they yeah. move Juju? 
I don't believe so. You don't believe so? Because the contract is ending, correct? Uh, I think so. I think they're going to sign him, though. They're yeah. going to sign him? I mean, you can't afford to lose him. He's a good yeah. number one. Chase is a good number two to have. Yeah. By the time that those two contracts are up, Juju might be on his way out anyway. Yeah. So Chase can step right into that yep. role. It's kind of like the never-ending cycle they had over there in Pittsburgh. You yep. had AB, AB Juju. Now it's Juju. Yeah. Yeah. You can even throw yeah. AB on. Yeah. He's basically a receiver. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have five. I have five rookies who prove their worth. I'm not going to go like two in depth. I know. I did a lot of research on this one. I get it. I get it. Number one, Justin you like Herbert. Your, you like your people young. Yeah, I like my people young. Jesus. <laughs> All right, come, come on, on, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> we're not PG-13. We're NA. <laughs> you say how young? How will we talk? Oh, or Kelly? No. Okay, no, no. Wait, 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 what, what's that's that? a little too young. R. Kelly with this shit, man! R. Kelly's his own category. If you don't oh, know who R. Kelly is, don't look him up. Don't associate yourself with him. He is a scumbag. He did Mike hit it first, it. though. He did hit it first. God. He's trapped Jesus. in the closet, so. Go ahead, Mike. Um, I have five. Okay, so Justin Herbert. Obviously, I don't have to go too in depth about that. Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson. Yeah. What a player. He's that's really come out. Name. Yeah, that's a, football name. that's a football name. You know what's crazy? AP said, once he left Washington, he's like, they're going to be fine. They have Antonio Gibson. After that, he went off. Everyone picked him up. Yeah. Uh, third one. Oh, yeah. The only fucking highlight of the Jets, and everyone knows what I'll talk about. Makai Becton. Oh, my God. Best, easily the best lineman in that draft. I don't I, care. I, I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Dude, watch him. Listen, go on Twitter. You guys probably follow follow uh, Brian Baldinger. You gotta watch. You gotta watch what he his little segment on Mackay, dude. He is tossing people like salad, bro. It's crazy. He is a beast. He is the next future Hall of Famer. Put my fucking house on it. Literally, he's a franchise. He's not going anywhere unless the Jets hire Adam Gates as a GM. All right, he's not moving a muscle. All right, so he was number eleven pick. Great pick by Joe Douglas. His picks are proven that they're. They're pretty damn good so far. Denzel Mims, Makai. I'm going to get off the Jets. Number three, Makai Becton. Yes. Four, Mike Onwenu. Another guard on the Patriots. Can you say that again? Mike Onwenu. 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 That's yes. That's a nice name. Isn't it? Yeah, his name's Mike. Lots of nice names in this rookie class. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Sixth round pick for the Patriots. He's just been unreal in the fucking run game. Oh, my God. He's been so good. He has just been double. He's, he's, he's doing what he should be doing as a lineman. Go up. Hit the tackle, double him, move up to the yes. second level, get the linebacker. And you know what? It is working because their run game is getting better. They're, they are focused solely on the run. You don't see yeah. Cam passing it. They're strictly a run game. Belichick mm-hmm. is going to stick it to that. Um, so, okay, Michael Nguyenu, sixth-round pick number four. And my fifth, Antoine Winfield Jr., second-round pick, yeah. Bucks safety. He's a good player, man. He's solid. He has been all over the field, blitzing, coverage, pass defenses. He's been really solid for the Bucks. Those are my rookies who have proved their worth. Sounds well done. Yep. Now, we are going to move to top five coaching candidates. This is a big one. Not a lot of people know yeah. about these new uh, head coaching candidates. The coaching carousel is back. Yes, it is. Do you, much back. you have some people for that? Uh, so, I kind of broke it down by teams that might need a coach. So, we have the Lions, Texans, Jets, Eagles, and Jaguars. Those were the ones that I literally, we kind of I, talked about. I have about. the same ones. That's All right. So, I'm just going to start with the Eagles. There's going to be no change there. As head coach, Doug will be there next year, and there's no question about it. They won't, they won't fire him in a COVID year, let alone even if he was this bad this year. That's a good point. Because he still might make the playoffs. So I don't see him leaving. I, I think if he does stay, I, I don't see him demoting him, but like 
it, it is a possibility if they really like have their guy, if they clean house, then obviously they're going to go look for a head coaching candidate. But yeah, I can see them maybe changing some things on the offensive side, like different position coaches and stuff. But yep. nothing much that's like too big. And then the Lions, this isn't really a change, but it's more of a go back to what worked. Jim Caldwell. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> Listen, I said it last time. I mean, yeah, look at the numbers. Jim Caldwell was making the playoffs. Hey, look at what happened when you fired him. You haven't made the playoffs since. Matt Patricia, another Belichick coaching uh, branch right there. Yeah, yeah. Anyone who – I actually have this noted. Do not get anyone from the Patriots. If you are in a search for a coach, if they have Patriots on their resume as where they started – do not don't touch them that's unless their name's Rabel. That's an interesting Ra- point. Rabel, Rabel, coaching, coaching, I must say, playing different. You know Rabel, what though? Really like, good. Yeah, oh yeah, Rabel. But Joe Judge, I, I he's got a lot of praise from his players. Blake Martinez said he was the best coach he's ever played for, and I think a lot of these Giants players and Giants fans are feeling really nice about Joe Judge and what he brings to the table. Except for the fact that he's going to end the season with the amount of wins he has right now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the only problem. How, uh, do you know how long Danny Dimes is out for? I don't. I can look, though. Yes, fact checker Jordan. Here he is. That, but while we're going, so for the Jaguars, I actually have a very interesting one. It's kind of out of left field. Okay. But I think this will work because he is someone that's in the locker room right now. He's someone that knows the team, knows what they're going to do Garden inside Mitchell. and out. No, no, no. Oh, that's close. All right. <laughs> so he knows exactly what they do off the field, on the field, who's friends with who, he's friends with them, he wears a jock strap, he's Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Gardner Minshew should be the coach of the Jaguars. All right. Uh, I, didn't play, mean to, I didn't mean to budge you there. <laughs> look at all the player coach teams in the history of sports. When there's a Cal player Moore? in charge, all right, that's not player, listen, that's player sabotage. <laughs> player sabotage. But I'm not going to get into that right now. Sorry. But I think Gardner Minshew in a weird way, could turn the Jaguars around. he wants to play, bro. He's a player's coach. He's a player's coach. He's proven that. Yeah. Uh, but then, all right, some real ones with the Texans and Jets. Uh, yeah, let's hear it, please. I could see the Jets oh, God. picking up Matt Patricia. <laughs> Yikes. Am I wrong? Yes. Would it be out of the ordinary for the mm-hmm. Jets to do this? It wouldn't be out of the ordinary. Don't hire me, bro. <laughs> but some, some oh, there's two guys it. that I think could actually up. help both those teams. I almost threw up. Greg Roman and anyone from the Chiefs. I almost threw up. I literally anyone that works for the Chiefs offensive staff could do better for the Texans and the Jets. And then Greg Roman from the Ravens. Nice. Because you look at what Greg's got right now, he doesn't really have the offense he had last year. He's kind of just trying to put pieces together. And obviously you have this week, you're not going to have Lamar, you're going to have RB3. And, RB3, uh, baby. RB3. <laughs> like you just don't know what you're going to get every week from some of these guys. So I think he's put in a tough situation, but he's still going to be a good offensive-minded coach for whatever team he goes to. I'll pick right up off that right there. My fifth is also Greg Roman. I also think he's being put in a difficult situation, obviously with the COVID and everything. But look at the way he's developed that offense for Lamar last year. Like they were, yeah. they were the top offense. Like yeah. I mean, maybe besides the Chiefs, but they were. Heisman they Packers. still, yeah, they still are. Like they can be. It's just they just got to figure it out. They they got to figure out like how to really pick these defenses apart. Lamar's gonna get in there. He's just got to throw it. He's got to sling it. You just got to keep working on it. But he he is doing a really good. He has done a really good job with the Ravens. You can't sleep on them. Like obviously they're a little bit consistent right now, but yes. you just can't overlook mm-hmm. them. So. 
So Greg Rowan, five for me. Number four, Brian Dable, offensive coordinator for the, uh, I'm sorry, I think he's a defense coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. You might have to fact check me on that. He might be the offense coordinator, defense coordinator. He has been doing great with the Bills. Right, let me check real quick. Let's see. Uh, that's not what I want. Offensive coordinator for the Bills. Okay, Brian Dable. Yeah, offensive coordinator for the Bills. Good job. Yes. Um, look what he's doing with Josh Allen, that offense. They're running the ball. He built the line. Stephon Diggs, he's using Stephon perfectly. Yeah. That with that little trick play, Cole Beasley touchdown yeah. um, pass to uh, Gabriel Davis. Nice. He's someone that I actually – he was someone I wanted to put down, but I don't see him leaving the Bills this year. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. I think I he think stays. what they have up there, I think the whole – the whole organization's kind of bought into what they've got. I agree. And I don't see many people leaving. Mm-hmm. I mean, if listen, if he's offered that money and, and they submit tough. some interviews for him, they offer him the money that he wants, anything can happen, he could definitely leave. But he should stick there because he's really getting the feel of Josh Allen. He's, yeah. He's, he's making him better. Definitely. They're, they're unreal together. Yeah. So, uh, going back to your Danny, Danny Dimes question. Okay. He did avoid a major hamstring issue. Big time. So they said he's questionable for Sunday. They don't know yet. They're going to look and see if he can get him in the practice for the week and see how he's feeling. Okay, what's today? The first. Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday. Wednesday. Wednesday. Tuesday. All right. Thursday. So he's going to be good. He's going to be good. Yeah. He should be all right. I mean, he's be throw good. him in practice, let him run around a little bit, feel it, feel it out. If you had any discomfort, just throw him Colt McCoy. At least he's not yeah. on the IR. I, didn't, yeah. I thought he was yes. going to be put on the IR. That's yes. good for the Giants. Definitely good for the Giants right there. So, okay, Brian Dable, number four. Three, Eric B. Enemy. This is, like, no question. Everyone yeah. knows this. Like, I don't really have to go in depth about this. He's the, – the players want to play for him. He's – I mean, I don't really know how much of the offensive plays he's really calling, yeah. but he, he's learning so much from Andy Reid, yeah. Mahomes. He's going to get hired somewhere. He's going to go to a team. I don't see the Jets getting him because they already hired him last year, and who the fuck wants to go there? Yes. Number two, Joe Brady, offensive coordinator for the Panthers. Yeah. Uh what like I said, what he's doing with that offense? Robbie, DJ Moore, yeah. Curtis Samuel, Mike Davis has been doing like he's been doing good when McCaffrey's been out, but they they don't really like even need to use him because like they're passing so much, they're passing yeah. so much to Robbie and all the other receivers. That's someone that like the Panthers. That's a team where you don't if someone gives you an opportunity to do something as a head coach. Yeah, you take that. You take that, especially with the record that they have right now. Yeah. So he's my number two and number one. Not a lot of people know him. Arthur Smith for the Titans, offensive coordinator. I, I want him. I want him so badly. You, you see him, what he's doing with that offense. Granted, he does have Derrick Henry, yeah. but the <laughs> plays that he's calling, like, he's just so smart. Like, if you can build – they have an identity. You can see it. They like to run the ball. They didn't have to start, but they're, they're catching up to it. They're running that ball. If he can bring that to the Jets, oh, please. The offensive line is going to get better. He's going to use Makai as best as he can. He's going to go get his guy. Joe Douglas will like him. He can turn a team around, in my opinion. Yeah, and he knows how to win. He knows what he needs to draft, how he needs to draft, what he needs to look for. I mean, I know Derrick Henry came from Bama. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Bama. So, he, obviously, you're not just going to go out and get a Bama guy. You're not going to go out and get that, but he might find someone that's like Henry. And all you guys, we all, that's game do you remember that photo of Derrick Henry at Bama? When he's standing there? Yeah, oh, yeah, Ingram. Oh, yeah, Mark, uh, yeah, Ingram. He's just like, Tank. Burr. Yeah, big Carly guy. Oh yeah, he's big. The Jets drafted a guy named Michael Pierino, the fourth round, uh, mm-hmm. Florida Gator, solid runner. He he reminds me a little bit of like a like a quicker, younger Frank Gore, low key. Like he runs hard. Frank uh, Gore. Frank Gore. <laughs> oh, Frank Gore, my guy. But um, yeah, man, he 
I think that he brings a lot to the table. I think he can really turn an offensive round. Yeah. I mean, who, anyone can turn the Jets offensive round. So, Arthur Smith, I, I really would like – he will be a top uh, head coach for me, no doubt about it. So, there. That goes our uh, top five coaching candidates. Now, here we go. Here comes the fun stuff. Here's where the money is won. We were right a lot last week. We were right a lot last week. If you picked our players, if you put them in your lineups, if you sat them correctly – you, you won your game. You won. Mm-hmm. There's no way around it. Okay, hold on a minute. What? All right, let's talk about... <laughs> let's, let's talk what about... What I, I just had to bring this up. I'm on. Let's talk about our uh, players last week. See what yes. we had, who did well, who did bad. Yes. So, I'll go with you first. Muller had stardom, Wayne Gallman. Easy. Yep. Easy, easy. Great call. Yep. The other start, oof. One loss, Derek Carr. Sorry. All right, there. yeah, but we've already discussed Derek Carr on here. Man has small hands. Nothing he can do about yep. it. Yep. Sidham's Muller was right. Travis Fulgham. Yes. <laughs> Nothing. Alvin yeah. Kamar. Great call. Yes. And, yeah, that was perfect. I believe him. I said uh, Mr. White up in New England as well. Did you? I believe I did. For yeah. what? Sidham? To start. I think he started him. How'd he do? He had two touchdowns. Two touchdowns? Dude. Yeah. Yep. Hate to say it. Applaud for Muller. <laughs> Cowboys fan over here. Yep. I keep saying that. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, okay, never. And for me, Leroy Jenkins Player of the Week. Come on, Wayne Gallman. Leroy! Come on, Leroy! Ballman. And my Sidhams, all of them hit. All of them hit. Come on. Yeah. Jared Cook, zero. Jacoby Myers, five. Daryl Henderson, nothing. You sit those guys. Stardoms, Corey Davis, solid. Raheem Oster, got you a touchdown. Yep. Matt Ryan, he put some points up, 16. He did something. Could be better. But Could listen, that's all you need. Could be worse. Could have started Derek Carr. If you did, if you, <laughs> that's fine. But a little warning: if you did pick up Matt Ryan and you started him last week, he did well. Sit him. We've said it already. He scored forty-three points. Fluke. That's the Falcons. They've already used up all their points for this week and probably next week. <laughs> Sit him. He's not going to do anything. All right. All right. Um, so my three stardoms. We'll yes. go to the stardoms this week. Aaron Jones. I mm-hmm. think he's been. He he was good at the start of the year. They stopped using him a little bit. They started incorporating Jamal Williams a little bit more. Yes. I think playoff time, he'll start coming back around. They know that he's good. They know that defenses focus on him a lot because he can catch and he can pass. Not pass. He can catch and he can run. So he definitely start him. You trust him as your RB1, all right? Keep him in. Don't sit him, all right? Because he can put up points any day of the week. So he's my number one. Number two, Brandon Cooks. I picked. I put him as my starter because Will Fuller is now suspended six games. Six, yep, crazy. PED kind of guy. Yep, crazy. so you got those 35 points. <laughs> you pre- be pretty thankful, right? <laughs> he won't be getting them anytime soon. Yep, right? so enjoy, enjoy it while it lasted. And then number three, is, this is a risky one, but I like it. Jameson Crowder. I like Jameson Crowder because he didn't do well last game. Um, yeah. He's a Jet, too. So, usually I say stay away from the Jets fantasy players. Yeah. He's the only one worth starting. Him and maybe Brashad Perriman in deeper leagues. Yes. So And just want to throw this one out there. It wasn't just last week. It was the week before as well. Have him on my team. For Jameson? Yep. Not good. Not good. Okay, not good. Yeah. But he's due. He's due. He is so, due. Sam is back. He was playing with Flacco. He is due. So, start him. They're playing the Chargers. I yeah. think Jameson will get a lot of catches. I'm seeing maybe like... Over like six catches, and there's no way Sam Darnold plays that bad again. No, I I don't see it happening. Mm. No, wait, no, they don't play the Chargers. What do they play? Chargers play the Pats. Yeah, Um, 
Yeah, the Raiders. You're playing yeah, the Raiders. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're oh, starting Jameson yeah. Crowder. Last year, the Jets blew them out. I'm expecting the opposite, but Jameson will get his catches. He will give you a nice 15 points, in my opinion. Yes. So that's my start. Muller, you go. All right. So my start on this week, it's going to be not really a position that you really should start, but he's probably going to score more points than the people you are starting at your wide receiver spot. It is Young Ho Koo, <laughs> kicker from the Falcons. Oh, yeah, you started. Points leader in the NFL. He has made 29 out of 30 and is getting at least 13 to 20 points every game. He's made like 95% of his field goal attempts. He's getting 13 to 20 points each week yeah. in fantasy. It's like more than like almost every player on my team. Exactly. Yeah. If you aren't starting, if you can pick him up, if you're in a league that doesn't respect kickers, it's time to start respecting him yourself. <laughs> pick this man up. His name's Young Ho for the brand. Young yep. Hoku. Young Hoku. That Young Hoku. Yeah. I? With an L. <laughs> my second one is Eckler. We've already talked about oh, yeah. that. Was my, that was mine. If, you, if you've been sitting him, if you still think he's uh-uh. not 100%, you're wrong. Start time. him this week. Yeah. And they're playing the Pats. They're playing the Pats. Yeah. So you start him. It, it's like, time. The Eckler time is back, baby. And he knows it, too. Bill Belichick needs to win. And it's going into my sit right here. So Eckler is going to be able to run because Bill is going to stop the pass. Sit Keenan Allen. Bill needs to win games. He shut down D-Hop last week. He's going to try and shut down the big plays downfield. Keenan Allen's not going to be able to do what he wants to do. So sit Keenan Allen, start Eckler, start Young Hoku, and let's have a day. Sit Keenan Allen? I'm telling you, this week he's going to shut him down. Look what D-Hop, look what happened to D-Hop when he went to play uh, against Bill Belichick. Bill needs to win games. He comes alive in these situations. You know how Nick got his chub? Bill's about to get his chub. <laughs> Bill's about to get his chub. Bill's about to get his chub. He's going down to Florida, and he's getting that nice massage. All right? He looks like That's a what we're doing. That was your third? Yeah, oh, yeah, that was it. All right. And for sit-ins, I'll start this one. Number one, you're sitting T.Y. Hilton. Don't be fooled here, all right? You're not starting T.Y. Hilton. He had one, like, one good game all year. T.Y., this is for Matt Berry. Thank you. Release him, okay? <laughs> Maybe keep him on the bench if you're really, if you really need a receiver. Thank you, T.Y. Hilton, for all of you done uh, over the years, but you sit him, okay? Number two, you fucking sit Kenyon Drake. Don't be fooled, all right? That smile, it's, it's no. It is a disguise, all right? You sit him. I've been through this many times. Sit him, okay? They're playing the Rams, too, all right? They're not going to run. At all. If anything, D Hop's gonna fry Jalen Ramsey. We've seen it happen before. I'm expecting a big game from D Hop. Number three, Antonio Brown. I think you sit him. I don't think you start him. I do too. Yeah. Uh, until you sit, listen, you sit Antonio Brown until he starts producing. Yeah. Until he starts throwing consistent numbers. Don't don't see don't He's don't, not Brady's number one. No. He's not Brady's number one. Don't be fooled by a 20-point game, one 20-point game, and then starting the next week, all right? Wait until he's putting consistent numbers yeah. on the board. And based on what has been happening down there in Tampa, I wouldn't even say he's the number two. Mm-mm. I would say Evans is closer to being the number two than I agree. AB. So. Well, he had, what, two targets last week? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and how many had the week before? Uh, a couple. Like three or a four handful. at most. Yeah, it's, it's not enough where you should be playing this guy. I know his hair is probably cool. He has one. Do you guys remember good. when he had like the Eiffel Tower hair? Oh yeah, the Lego yeah. block. The yeah, Lego block. yeah. That's <laughs> that's a very yeah. underrated yet not talked about enough haircut. <laughs> like, how did no one ever talk about that? How does his hair stay the same with a helmet on? 
That's a great question. How about Cam? How does his hair, like, I feel like his helmet wouldn't even... Cam's on his own wavelength, man. Yeah, he knows I, what he does. Are we sure that Cam's hair is actually like that? Maybe it's is a, it real? Is, is it, it a weave? weave? Yeah, maybe. Weave. I don't know. Cam has a weave broken on this show. <laughs> oh, Cam boy. comes on the show. Oh, but damn weave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I like this oh, one. Man. All right, ready. The Leroy. Player of the week for Mikey. I like this one. I like it a lot. Michael Pittman Jr. Let's go. Let's go, Mike. I love this player for this week. Yes. Off a Colts loss against the Titans. Yep. Philip Rivers will come back, and he's going to look exactly to Michael Pittman's yes. Yep. I say in a deeper league, if you have nobody, you don't know who to start, he will put up some points. I say you go with Michael. I'm not going to start him. I like him. I don't have him on my team. I have him on like one of my teams. I like Michael Pittman in this situation. I say you start him if you need someone. Yes. Flex player. He'd be a great flex great player. Great flex player. If you have a three-receiver league, start him as your wide receiver three. Give him the start. See how he does. I think he does well. He is averaging uh, 12.7 yards per reception. So yeah. When, they're to- when they target him, he does produce good numbers. Exactly. And if they get the run game going, which they will because the Colts have a good offensive line, they're going to start throwing it, and they will throw it to his way. Mm-hmm. Just a fun fact, the Leroy is currently undefeated. Yes. No, no, baby. It doesn't lose. It doesn't lose. It doesn't fucking lose, all right? I would love to put Gallman as my other fucking Leroy Jenkins player of the week, but that's boring, man. We got to change up a little bit. Come on, guy. Listen, if a person does well in the Leroy, he should be starting already. So just pick up the next Leroy. Exactly, all right? Michael Pittman, pick him up. Have a team of Leroys. Any Leroys for you? No, mine was... uh, uh, Eckler. Eckler, yeah. All right, Eckler. Leroy. Do you have a Leroy? No. No? Okay, so no Leroy from Muller. <laughs> He's a little unprepared here. We're going to have to what punish him. Kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Also... I don't do Leroy's. You don't do Leroy's? Okay, I, I just hype up the Leroy. Oh, yeah, true. He just, he just hypes up the Leroy, all right? I'm here for stats. He, yes. Jordan's here for stats. You come to me for the fucking Leroy, all right? <laughs> Michael Pittman Jr. There we go. Let's move on to our bets for the week. This is going to be Big betting week. Let's talk about our losses stats? first. We get the stats on the bets. Sure, sure. absolutely. Which one, or do you want to announce your bet first? Let's go. Let's Ooh. go with our losers first from last week. Okay. Okay. Uh, Molly, you want to start? Do you have it on or no? I'm pretty sure Vegas was my loser. Yeah. Vegas. Vegas was, my loser. was your loser. That so, was your only loss. Vegas or Vegas. Muller had a little parlay, money line parlay. Titans won. Saints won. Dolphins won. Sadly, the Raiders were the team that lost the parlay. And you know what? It wasn't the Raiders. It was Derek Carr that failed all of us. For all of you that rode with me, it was Derek Carr and Carson Wentz that fucked us over this week. Yeah, all so. Right, continue. And his so stupid and might, might win yep. the Eagles plus 200. Yep. Respectable bet, Muller. It's respectable it was a respectable bet. bet. It really yeah. was. In the third quarter, we thought we had it. The third quarter, we thought we had it. And then the Eagles became the NFC East that we know and love <laughs> and blew it. They blew it. So I'm sorry to everyone that was very excited for that bet to hit. Didn't hit this week, but we'll be back this week again. I, I will also like to apologize. Fuck the dub Bears. Fuck the Bears, okay? Plus nine and a half came to cover. Fucking spread. Come on. Listen, refs fucked them over. They had it. They were very close. If they would score a touchdown in those last two minutes, obviously they don't score touchdowns with the Bears. They yes. suck. Yeah. Why the fuck would I even bet them? Uh, because guess what? I hashtag take the points. I will always take the points. Take the points. Take, take the, the points, baby. Take the points. And take the points. we will be coming out with some shirts that say hashtag take the points. Yes. And they will be available soon, all right? We're working on it. They are fucking beautiful, all right? Yes. So that puts your spread at two and two for last week. 
Parlay was 0-1. Parlay was 0-1. I had Giants minus 5.5. They couldn't cover 1 by 2. They had it. They fucking gave up a touchdown with like a, uh, less than two minutes left. They had it. I had Bills minus 5. That hit. I had Titans plus 3.5. That hit. So, sorry about it. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. We move on, all right? That's the past now. Listen, for those of you that rode with us, took the parlays, good for you. We're sorry they didn't hit. This week's going to be different. Yes. For those of you that took all the, you know, took them single, took them straight up, you know, did them separate, five for three. Yeah. You got plus money, baby. Yes, we do. Yeah. You got plus money. So congratulations. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, baby. You, you listened, you tuned in, and you took our word. So now, right. on to this week. Let's, let's hear it, Muller. I want to hear yours. All right, so the perfect parlay, or if you're feeling very confident about all the last week, and you want to take them all on their own. Colts, minus 2.5. Saints, minus 3.5. Jags, plus 9.5. Bills, minus 2.5. Nice. Who do they play? Uh, Colts play the Texans. I like the that. Saints play the Falcons. So we already said that's a guaranteed blowout because the Falcons won't score any points. Yep. The Jaguars are playing the Vikings, which... It's at the Vikings. So that is know, a climate change. Big climate, climate change. change. Big climate change. Just came off a win, right? But there will be the no. Dome. They're in the dome. Yeah. There, there, there will the be dome. no weather. You know Gardner Minshew loves playing in the sun. So it's yep. basically like playing start. in the sun. What? Is he going to start? I think he's still in the IR. He might be on the IR. But he, but he might be coming off soon. He might be coaching. He, knows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he so might be fucking shotgunning on the sideline. Who knows? Nine and a half. Jags will cover that. And then the Bills. Bills are the Bills. They're the Bills. They're special. They're yeah. going to do this. Minus two and a half. Pound it. And then... So, for your Colts, I mean, they're 7-4 in the season, 1-2 and two in division play, but they're second in the AFC South. Coming off that huge loss to Tennessee. Yes. There's no way they lose two in a row like that. Their coverage percentage against the spread is 54.5%. 3-2 when playing in an away game versus 4-2 and two when playing in a home game. Texans are four and seven, coming off a huge win over Detroit. I don't know why. Oh, I like the Colts. I like the Colts a lot. But yeah, I really, really like the Colts. Yeah. Colts are coming through. So I mean, oh, the te- the Texans obviously they had Will Fuller, so it was a little stronger of an offense. But I think the Colts will pull through. Yeah, awesome. So going down to the Saints, they're strong nine and two, four and on division play. Uh. I believe they're first or second in the NFC South. Oh, they're first. first they basically yeah. have it locked up. If they win this game, oh they lock it up, and there's no way they lose. Yep. The Atlanta Falcons used up all their points. I cannot express that enough. For the next two or three weeks, they will not score. And obviously they're coming off that win against Denver with no quarterback. Yeah. But uh, the Saints have covered against the spread the last four weeks. However, Atlanta's coming off a hot offensive weekend covering the spread and won by 37 against the Raiders. Saints are also 5-3 and three in commerce play, while Atlanta is 3-6. and six. Yeah. Saints basically had a bye week. Basically. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Things to think about. Um, and New Orleans is 7-1 a week after a win, while the Falcons are only 1-2 coming off of a win. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, man. the Falcons don't win very uh, Jordan, I love these fucking stats, bro. You're really changing my mind. Now, the one I want to hear about is the Jaguars. Is yeah. it possible? Tell me if it's possible. Jags are 1-10 and, and obviously not doing very hot at all. Their only win was against the Colts in their first week, and they're coming off a nail-blader against the Browns, losing 25-27. Yes. Minnesota rushed roughly 48% of their games, while the Jags have rushed only 35%. And Minnesota also allows less yards per play. Um, a lower defensive uh, rate at 65, uh, completion rate at 65%, and the Vikings' opponent's third down completion rate is only 37% compared to Jacksonville's 43%. Now, here is why I took the Jags. All those stats are good and dandy, but 
they were called the best one in ten team. Yep. Ever. Well, here's the stat week. against the spread. Yes. Teams in Jacksonville's situation, one in ten, and playing yep. as they are, are 55, 32, and three against the spread, covering for an average of two point one points. Let's go. Let's go, man. God, this like this God, is Jordan, what we welcome, love. Jordan. Welcome to the fucking podcast, Jordan. Welcome. This is why we love sports. This is why we love this having we Jordan. Do it. This is why we do it. We do it for you guys, and we do it for us. We're doing it for the fucking money and for y'all. We're trying to help you guys out. We love this. We love what we do. And then the Bills, we already know. They're having a great year. Yeah, First AFC East. Uh, the 4-4 four four when favors against the spread and 3-2 right. against the spread in away games. 2-3 yep. and three on the road. 1-3 is a road favorite. Yeah, it's, it's almost a Sherlock. Like, if you want to take these separate, go ahead. But if you parlay these, you, like, you, you got your Christmas presents. You could buy Christmas presents for the whole neighborhood. Yep. It's the getting <laughs> season. All right, take these bets. Jeez. So, Muller, I got to ask. Do you want to go over your so stupid it might work? Oh, now? yeah, let's go. Ah, Muller. What do you want to wait? Listen, I, listen I, I need some time to digest <laughs> well about it. All right, let me, let me really bring it in so I can really. You want, you want right. really yes. fucking like yes. stupid. Because shit. there's two. Ray roll. There's Ray two. Roll. There's two this week. Oh, there's two so yes. stupid. I have one and then a teaser if people are willing to take it. So, Mike, please go ahead. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Mikey's mortal lock of the week. Oh, oh. You waited too long. I ran out of breath. Here we go. What you got for us, Mike? Jaguars plus nine and I'll take it! Let's go! Let's go! Jaguars, baby! Take the fucking spread! Kirk is a bum! Kirk is a fucking bum! Do not believe that shit! Nine and a half points. Uh-huh. Alright? Plus nine and a half. Listen, last week was plus nine and a half, but we lost. Ain't no fucking way that's going to happen this week. No way in hell the Jaguars have been covering. They almost beat the Packers. They almost beat the Browns. The Vikings, suspect. You are taking that mortal yep. lock, and we are winning this week, all right? We're winning this mortal lock. Uh-huh. Best right? one in 10 team. Best, Best one, in ten. one in 10 Absolutely. team. Take the spread. Don't be fooled by the record. Listen to the numbers, not the record. Yes. Now, well, well, well numbers yeah. are a record. <laughs> kind of, kind of. Now. My little parlay. It's a little interesting now. The stats that you were pulling up almost changed my mind. But an OG named Michael Silvestri Sr. <laughs> has always told me, he's been betting for years, he's an old fucking man, never change. Go with never your change. So I'm not going to change. And I was going to change. I was thinking about it when you said the cold stats. I'm like, fuck, man. That sounds really good. But you know what? I'm not going to take it because I'm so fucking confident in this parlay. Fuck it. I'm going to stick. I'm going by Soup's word here, all right? <laughs> so, parlay. We're hitting the over in the Bills game. We're hitting the over. In Arizona, dude, that fucking stadium's awesome. Yep. Why not throw up a fuckload of points? The over's 48. I like the Bills. The Niners just came off a hard-earned victory. The Bills are ready to roll, all right? We're going with the over in yep. that game. So, I put the over's, what, 48? Yes. Um, the Bills are averaging 27.2 points per game. The Niners are averaging 23.7. They're very offensive teams. Yes. So I think it's a very good idea to bet that. And the Bills, their defense hasn't been the defense of last year. They are still a decent defense, but they are susceptible for big plays. All right? Raheem Mostert is due for one. Yep. Raheem, Debo, they're getting healthy again. The defense is still banged up. So I love, I love, I love, I love the over in that yep. game. And so, go ahead. Uh, the Bills have gone over seven of the last 11 weeks. Seven of the last 11 weeks. Yep. <laughs> And I'm not a big over-under guy. I like the over in this game. So that's my first. So it's a three-leg. Over the Bills game. 
Chargers minus one over the Patriots. This is the one I was thinking about changing, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fucking change it, Muller. You know why? Because I'm not like that. We're going Chargers, oh. and I love Justin Herbert, oh. and I love fucking Keenan Allen. Oh, fuck God. Bill Belichick. You ain't gonna fuck me over Sheesh. again. You ain't gonna fuck me over again, Bill oh, Belichick. Lord. Hell no. Hell to the no. Hell to the no. You are not <laughs> fucking me over this time, Bill Belichick. Chargers minus one. You take that. Eckler, just just go score touchdowns, all right? Yep. Make the fantasy owners happy. And then I'm going with my mortal lock again. Jaguars plus nine and a half. Three-leg parlay over Bills, 48. One, Chargers, minus one and a half. That's your second. Jaguars, plus nine and a half. That's your three. That is my parlay of the week. Now, our fact checker here has something to drop for us. Let's hear it, Jordan. All right, so I do have a parlay for you guys. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So the first one I'm taking, the money line, Chargers over Pats. Ah, now we're talking, Jordan. There's two. There's two. Pats are one and four on the road, man. They've just been they're not consistent. Nope. Um, Justin Herbert's coming off a solid week, man. I mean, they lost, but he was 31 or 52, 316 yards, one touchdown, one reception. 352 and like, times. And like we mentioned earlier, Austin Eckler. Can I say something? Yeah, absolutely. So, Chargers have beaten the Jets. They have lost to the Dolphins. They lost to the Dolphins. Yeah. Yep. They lost to the Bills. They are due to be 2-2 two and two against the AFC East. I see a win here. I see a win. Um, for the next one, I'm taking the spread. Detroit Lions plus three over Chicago. I like that. I like that a lot. I was thinking about it, but I stayed away because well, the Bears already fucked me over. Yes, or well, here's my right. thing though: the Lions get DeAndre Swift back, ah, that's and huge. Kenny Galladay. Ooh, that's huge. So and the Bears and, get Trubisky back. <laughs> correct. And the Bears <laughs> get you. So I'm thinking with those offensive weapons. We might be able to pull a plus three. Yeah, that's a good spread right there. At interdivision game, it'll be close. I could see a half point being being yep. that little uh that Marvin factor. Jones, TJ Hawkinson. I mean, I think the numbers look good. Listen, we don't bet the Bears anymore. No. Remember this. No, no, no. That moral lock last week, we're not fucking betting yep. the Bears. And then lastly, I got Colts minus two and a half over Houston. So, Jordan's parlay. Colts minus two and a half over Houston. Chargers money line. And uh, Lions plus three over Lions Chicago. Lions plus three over Chicago. I like that parlay. Yes. For me, over 48, Bills, Niners, Chargers minus one, Jaguars plus nine and a half. Mortal lock, Jaguars plus nine and a half. Muller? Colts minus two and a half, Saints minus three and a half. Like everyone else said, Jags plus nine and a half, Bills minus two and a half. Damn right, baby. Let's win some money, boys. Let's win some money. But we have one more important bet we got to talk about. All right, so two. we all know. We all know that last, you know, Monday night was not our night. Carson Wentz shit the bet again. But... The so stupid it might work pick this week. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> Don't say the Jets. The Steelers are coming off a very short week, a very long two weeks of getting fucked over. The Washington football team is going to have them on Monday night in a very odd time slot. Yep. Very, very odd time slot. It's going to be at the Steelers. So lots of travel for the Steelers this week. Going back and forth from the facility. Yep. Washington football team. Plus 370. Money line. I'm taking a money line. I'm taking a money line. I'm taking that game money line. We are riding with the NFC East. They suck. But this, we're going to be going up against an 11-0 team, most likely. Most likely. You know, Ravens aren't winning that game. Washington football team is a team on the surge. They are coming for the playoffs. I'd be surprised if they don't win a game in the playoffs with the way they're playing right now. They are going to win this football game. So you have them with this friend? It is so stupid, it just might work. <laughs> yeah. Now, a little fun one for the episode two, you know, a twofer on the two. We got to have a shitty bet. A little teaser. We got to have a shitty bet. Now, this one is the extremely stupid. Okay, I like it. It just it. I like might it. work. I like it. 
Who likes a tie? Oh God! Oh my God! Oh, God. Who no. here likes a tie? No one. If you were <laughs> no one, I gotta take listen. a safety than a tie. Listen, if you are a sketchy better, safety, safety. If you are a sketchy better, <laughs> if you are a bad better, if you have one dollar left in the tank and you're like, you know what, I might, I might delete this app and go to a new one tomorrow. Let's throw some money on the Bengals fins tie. Bengals fins tie. The Finns. Wait a minute. No one knows what might happen down there. If Tua plays, it's even better. If Fitz is there, the Bengals might just do it. The Bengals almost beat the first place team in the NFC East this week. The first place team, not the second, third, or fourth place, not the last place. The first place. Last year, I remember this too because the Eagles were playing the Cowboys in the playoffs. Yes. And the Eagles won. Yes. Okay. That day. The Bengals were losing by like 40 points. Yes. Bad. And they came back on the Dolphins, uh-huh. but they lost. Listen, this is different this week. This is a so. If that fucking This is lost. an extremely stupid it might work pick. Bengals and Finns to tie. I'm sorry to the Bengals and Finns fans, but look at what's happening in the Eagles in Philadelphia. A tie, on that. a tie might just get you into the playoffs. Honestly, haven't looked at the odds. <laughs> so I, I have no clue. The odds. But. Go ahead and take a look at them, because you just might win a boatload of money. I can guarantee you it's plus money, because there will be no one taking the tie. But that's all I have on it. <laughs> so, gonna... let's go with it. So stupid it might work, Washington football team. The extremely stupid it might work, the Bengals fins the tie. <laughs> Listen, Washington's coming off a big week, man. Shout out to the riders that went with me. Big week. Alright, let's get to this. Obviously they won 41-16, just absolutely shitting on the Cowboys. Uh, they're averaging about five yards of play on offense. Their completion rate is about 66%, and they score in the red zone about 58% of the time. So it's not bad. But you have to remember you're going up against a very, very hot Pittsburgh defense. Yes. So, I, I understand that, but Washington football team might be even hotter. They could be. All I'm sorry to go against your team, No, I But you know respect. what? That just makes it even stupider. It all depends on tomorrow who shows up, how oh, they yes. play. Oh, yes. I really want to see these odds for these fucking this tie. I, I, I have not it. looked at the tie, but it just popped into my head, and I looked at the games, and I was like... It's got to be a Buku number. It, it, oh, it's got to be fucking, like, plus 10 Through the roof. Like, if, you, if you're... If you Seriously, if you only have $1 left and you're trying to get out of betting, this might... It, it might get you back into betting, but at the same time, it's a good way to lose a dollar. You went out really trying. All right? The extremely stupid <laughs> in my work. <laughs> Oh my god, I want to find it. I can't fucking find it. Shit. We'll find it later. Yeah, we'll, we'll find it later. We'll let you guys It'll know. It'll be on the Instagram. We'll yeah, find so it we'll on the Instagram. Instagram. Go to Instagram, the underscore B underscore underscore team. <laughs> That's where you Two can find Two underscores, us. remember that, all right? All right, boys, well, shirts. podcast, but shirts. Let's talk about some shirts. Yes, shirts. Merchandise. Some merch. What you got there? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, I'm wearing a nice white cotton shirt. Very comfortable. It says, hashtag take the points. Now, we'll be coming out with maybe a couple others, but we're going to put them up on the Instagram eventually and get your thoughts. We want the listeners' thoughts. What do you guys want? It's the Christmas season. We're here to give you guys money. We're here to give you guys picks, fantasy. We'll give you anything. We're going to give you shirts. We'll even give you Sam Darnold. We want you guys to rep everything that you wear. Well, listen to, you know. I fucked that up. But you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. All right? It's all about the recovery, Muller. It it. is. Giveaways. Coming soon. Yes. Yes. Giveaways are also coming soon. So, on that note, boys, great fucking podcast. Oh, yeah. I love where we're going with this. We're going to keep giving you guys the content. 
that you guys fucking deserve, all right? We do this because we do it for y'all. This is We're having so much fun doing this. We're going to keep doing it. And just keep tuning in. Keep following. Follow us on the Instagram page. Listen to us on Apple Music. Listen to us on Spotify, the B-Team, all right? Thanks for listening. Boys, good shit. Peace. Adios.